Welcome to Through the Balcony. I'm Adam, and as usual, I'm your Dungeon Master tonight. There isn't really anything new going on, other than the fact that we've managed to get out four of these episodes to you guys, which I think is pretty cool. We really hope that you enjoy them, and if you do, feel free to spread the word. I mean, what could be better than more people to laugh at us with, right? Anyways, thank you to everyone old and new. We really enjoyed doing this for you. That said, I think it's about time to hop into tonight's game. I'm Andrea, and I play Bitsy, the Halfling Druid. I'm Taylor, and I play Kizzy, the Tiefling Cleric. I'm Luke, and I play Olik, the Half-Orc Barbarian. I am Dan, I play Time, the Tiefling Fighter slash Gunslinger. Rachel, I play the Human Bard Absinthe. I am Tim, who plays the Halfling Cleric. It appears things are not quite what they seem to be in the city of Dulcera. It started off with having to wait for three days for a chance to meet with the king, something that could easily have been overlooked if it hadn't been for an underlying eagerness in his offer to provide you with a ship to wherever you needed to go once the summer solstice festival was over. It was understandable, perhaps, considering your connections to Rastin. Later in the day, Bitsy found that there was something not quite right on a spiritual level as well. She left the city and went to an isolated beach to commune with the spirits. When she did, however, she felt a chill down her spine and was soon attacked by some black vines. Vines she had seen before in her visions, but before they could get a hold of her, she broke her communion with the spirits. She didn't know what this meant, but she suspected it was a sign of something very amiss. Things did not improve the next day, when almost a quarter of the city's non-magic population did not show up for work. Instead, they were having a rally in the Aether District, speaking out against the mageocracy. When confronted by Kizzy, they seemed to have little idea how to effect any actual change beyond making loud noises and skipping work for a few days, something that made the cleric turn away in irritation and disgust. Add to that the strange connections to times past, Absinthe's only average-level performance at the Leviathan's Head Tavern, and the unsettling discoveries beneath Eccles' warehouse, and Alcera was looking less and less inviting. Despite that, you have some hope at least. The summer solstice and the ball celebrating a maze returns tomorrow, and most of you have made your way to your beds for the night. Most, but not all. Kizzy, you cast Sending with a message to Rastin. She'll say, Non-magic population revolution seems imminent. Not sure what either side will do or what to do. Suggestions? Personally want to get Amea back to you. There's a short delay before Rastin's image appears before you again. He looks a little bit concerned. Doesn't look too tired or exhausted at this point. And he says, Discontent's commonplace. Revolution's concerning. Our leaders known? King Arena should act. Avoid involvement. Perhaps one day, I may as well being as paramount, watch yourself. I'll investigate. And the image fades. Okay, so then Kizzy's also going to cast sending again to Killa, saying, Hello! Hope you're doing well. It's been weird here in Dalsera. I'm missing the company of someone fun like you. Is the shop going strong? Again, there is a few moments where you're waiting for a reply before you Killa's image appears before you. A little tired looking. Soot marks on his face, wearing his leather apron that shows that he's likely working even at this late hour. He says, Hello, Jarmalk is poorer without you, but I'm well. Your company's missed. Weird. I'm sure Dulcera is no match for you. Shop's fine. You stay safe. Um, sure, is there anything you can do after that? Yeah, she'll send, uh, she'll send back again to Killa. Uh, it's a relief to hear you say that. It's very lonely here without somewhere to escape to. My hope is to stop in Jarmalk again. So he'll, he'll send back, and he'll, it'll be kind of the same, same thing. Like, oh, you know, it's like, I miss having you here as well. I'll uh, keep my door open in the event that you do return. Just be sure to pay me a visit when you do. Oh, yes. 
Uh, because he's gonna pray. Okay. Uh, she is uh, alone. Bef- before you get too far into your prayers, there is a knock on your door. Who is it? It's time. Um, because you'll open the door. Okay. Hi, time. What's what up? So just to paint the picture, time. Yes. Time's shoulders are slumped, tail between legs, eyes red. Um, he's just... I've got a couple of questions I'd like to ask you, Kizzy, if you don't mind. Uh, um, I guess so. Okay. He just comes in the room. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> She's uh, a little unsettled. Um, one... At least he wasn't a spider. I know you were... Well, you were there when I had my little moment with uh, Ervil. Oh, was that something? Yeah. I've... I've gotten some information back on the, the woman he talked about, and... I need, probably when the ball's over and whatnot, I need to go see them, and I need to ask you a favor, because in order to talk to them, I need you. Time, I'm a little busy right now to put up with this. Maybe you should talk to me after the ball. Okay. And then she'll ask him to leave. Yeah, he'll, he'll go. Exactly. What clothes was Time wearing? Is regular clothes? Night clothes. Okay. Not your new fancy duds? No. Those are for tomorrow. No. Alright. Hasn't stopped So Olak and Absinthe get in late from the Leviathan Head Tavern. Yeah. Is there anything else you two had planned? Nope. Sleep. Alright. Bitsy, what time would you go to sleep? Uh, probably later, because she's really excited about summer. So would you stay up until midnight? Yeah. Or is that, I know you're going to wake up with Dawn, so. I was thinking that, like, she'd just, she'd just go to bed later because she was so excited. Like, she was trying to go to sleep, but it wasn't working very well. Like, not because she, like, I'm going to stay up till the next day. She's just probably just, like. Like, lay down at 7.30 and yeah, yeah. fall asleep yeah. till 2. Yeah, like a kind of thing, yeah. So she probably gets, like, a full night, but she's just. Okay. Well, you all go to sleep and. Find your beds eventually. Thorn, you get in the lace out of everybody. For obvious reasons. Absinthe, you... You dream of the day that you freed Breezebang, rallying them against the evil of Riven Bramble. You remember how much pride and relief you felt as the flags of the Sea Spectres vanish over the horizon. As you turn, you realize you're now facing the crowd in the Aether District. And this time, the flags they rebel against are the flags of Dalsera. And across the way, you can see Amea holding one of those flags, looking... Disappointed and hurt. Bitsy, you dream that you're walking through shoulder-high fields of grass, which is to say foot-and-a-half-tall yeah. grasses. <laughs> Fair enough. The sun beaming down on you from above. Eventually that sun warms and the grass dries out as you're walking through it. And eventually you're just walking through the remains of a burnt-out field, coos of ash raising with each footstep. At the center of that burnt field... There's some embers from the fire that are still hot. And in the center of those embers is an egg. An egg that seems just ready to hatch as the light of the first sun of summer touches it. 
As it does, a few moments later, the egg does crack, and you see a beak poke out through it. Kizzy, you, you sat in prayer to Aris, seeking comfort and peace from her until you fell asleep, still in prayer. You dream of a mountain trail above the Devel Lakes back in Dalsena, a trail that you have walked and explored many times. The sun shines bright on this cool morning, and the air carries the scent of the lakes below. As you let it fill your lungs, you do feel a smile come to your face. Olek, you spend the night dreaming about more and more extravagant ways to upgrade the Bitsy Spider. <laughs> After seeing the Leviathan's head, you feel that you can make the Bitsy Spider a bit more thematic. The only question is how. Spiders. More spiders. <laughs> <laughs> make it look like shit. Tor, your sleep is never very deep. In a night, it's even more trouble than usual. Scenes of what you saw in the room below Eccles Warehouse keep intruding on your sleep and your dreams. In time, you sleep terribly. You're not haunted so much by dreams as much as memories. Every time you close your eyes, you seem to see your mother's face the last time you saw her, covered in tears and soot as she promised you she'd come back for you as soon as she could. Alright, Bitsy, when you wake up, the first thing you notice is Feather, sitting at the foot of your bed. Your spirit companion has finally returned after being sent to convey your feelings to your home tribe. Do I feel like everything's okay? Do you reach out to him? Yeah. He hops into your hands and he nuzzles up against you and you get this kind of flash of memory from him of the entire tribe gathered around him in a circle, kind of hands reached out oh, to him. Yay! <laughs> Today's the best. <laughs> so far, I guess. <laughs> Alright. So, morning starts. Sun rises. Is there anything people would like to do before people come to get you all ready to go for the ball? I'd like to do two things. One is I would like to see if Raina is available to speak to at some point before the ball. Alright, uh, Viston, who is attending you again, who does seem very frazzled, says Raina is very busy today. She has to uh, arrange all the security around the city and around the, the palace, but I'm sure that she can have a few minutes for you. Yeah, just a couple questions. It shouldn't take very long. Right. And so she, fairly early on, before things get too busy, does escort you to Reyna's office. Okay. Reyna is busy talking to a few people, uh, has a lot of parchment out on, on her desk. Uh, the the hawk is, is there, perched on the usual spot. Uh, shortly after you arrive in the room, Reyna does kind of give you a motion that she will be with you momentarily. Um, before she does come to speak with you, she rolls up a piece of parchment, gives it to her hawk, and the hawk takes off. What may I do for you, Miss Tealeaf? I, I just had a few questions. I know you're really busy today. Um, I mean, obviously, you're probably concerned about this protesting thing. I was wondering, though, I mean, I figured you'd probably know, like, or you strike me as the type of person who would notice things, and I was just wondering what... <sighs> have you noticed... Like, when it started, like, becoming more of an increasing thing, the, the protests and stuff, more than just what it used to be? I would say the protests became more vocal within recent months, certainly within the, the last year. This is the first time that they have gone on strike against their jobs, but... Do you know why it, all of a sudden it seems to have... I do not know, actually. And I was wondering if you knew who's in charge of... or who is... Proclaiming themselves as in charge of some rebellion, <laughs> or it's like they're not the rebellion, but they're, like if there's some particular people who are um, more prevalent than others in their protesting slash leading 
The protesters. There's a ma- uh, man, uh, Joran Wilkes, Uline Bentz, and Paula Kerr. They seem to be the three most vocal. Uh, I believe that they were down in the square yesterday. Just so and I those remember. those do those are the people you did see in the Aether District. And they're all human. Uh no. Uh, Joran and Paula are human, and Uline is a halfling. Gotta get that halfling vote. Um. The short vote. Thank you. Um, and then also I was concerned because of this, the all these sudden protests and stuff. I was just wondering, like, do you do you think that the tower might be a target, and and why it might be a target? <laughs> she kind of chuckles. I don't believe that the protesters hold any threat to the tower. It is the most fortified location in the city, short of the palace, perhaps. Why is that? It it's where they the the defensive spell that surrounds a city is housed. The t- the tower is built to project it, and it's where the military is homed. So it being a military fortress, it is where the bulk of the city's military supplies are stationed. So we protect those very carefully. Okay, so you don't think it's likely to be a target for them? If it was a target, I fear fear they would fail. Oh, yeah. That's really on the question. So she bows as you make your exit. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before the day gets going? Uh, I'm going to go knock on Time's door. I'm not in my room. I moved into Lilith's room. She she knows that. Oh, Oh. yeah. I go on. I'm looking for you. It's joint rooms. We have the bunk beds. Um, That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Who's awake? I'm probably I'm awake. Not awake. I'm awake, so yeah, I open the door. I'm probably at this point like cleaning my gun and sword and everything. So you're all gross. I'm not gross. I mean, yeah, it's not it's like they've gotten gross. dirty. It's just it's something to do. Um, time. Uh, I thought about what you talked to me last night, and I feel like a wrist may have helped me a little bit in the sense that I should be willing to help others around me. And the only thing is, is that you're going to owe me. Jesus. I'll do it. You won't have to pay me anything, but I might have a couple of stipulations. That's fine. All right. I don't know what they are yet, but I'm not going to help you without getting something in return. That's fine. <laughs> I do have one thing before the day gets going that you might have an answer on. I, so I was talking to Ervil the other day about the ball, and he was not interested at all, because he doesn't. But he mentioned something about dancing. Do you not know how to dance, Time? Not probably in any way people here would find acceptable. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is drunk enough and they won't care, but I could show you a couple things. That would be helpful if the time calls for it. I think it will. I think okay. time is calling for it. <laughs> I yeah, because he will beautiful... definitely help you with that. She's like, oh yes, we can't have you looking like a train wreck. It's <laughs> a beautiful image of you two dancing as Oleg sleeps grossly in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you can take some... I'm going to say you, you snore in rhythm. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Right, well, it's like Oleg snoring. Perfect. <laughs> so she's able to teach you a few very basic steps okay. so that you won't bear yourself too walls. terribly. Um, if all else fails, time... Come to me, and I'll just lead, but make it look like you're leading. You know what I'm doing? Deception check. Um, is there anything else anybody else has to do want to do before? If there's time, uh, um, <laughs> time is going to place all his weapons out, like next to his bed, all nice. He's going to spend an hour meditating with his handgun and his sword. Really? Make right. sure the handgun is loaded. All what right. What do you do with your sword? 
<laughs> okay. So breakfast. Oleg eats breakfast. Breakfast. That's part of the prep. I mean, I, that's what's gonna happen before the day starts and we go to the ball. I'm eating breakfast. It might be lunch for everyone else, but no, you don't. You don't get that. Pretty early in the morning, attendants come and kind of attach themselves to you guys to to make sure that you're properly prepared for appearing in front of royalty. They 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 come with in in Thorn's case they have they've actually made a new doublet for you based on kind of what you had before for sizing. It is of a dark gray silk. It is beautifully done for you. Time and Olek, you have your things that you got from Lyra. Um, but they take you to baths so that you can get yourself bathed and ready for the day. You're all kind of taken about kind of a routine as well, but by the time when it comes time for you guys to get your, your dresses fitted and final fitted and taken care of, you're led out of the guest wing um, by Viston, down another hallway and into a very elegant room where... You see Amea and her sister also getting ready. Oh my gosh, it's this Amea. Because he is <laughs> And your exciting. nameless sister. <laughs> oh, uh, your majesties. <laughs> the uh, princess, the, her older sister, bows and, and he goes, it's all right. <laughs> I, I thought you might enjoy all of us getting ready together this morning. Yes. <laughs> it's like I... I it did reach me that you were trying to get an audience with me, and this is probably the best time today, so... Will you not be able to dance during the ball at all? I'll make sure I set aside some time. Oh my gosh, yes! That isn't why I wanted to talk to you, though. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. Well, it was part of it! <laughs> <laughs> she just laughed. So your attendants kind of take each of you, kind of put you in a little circle, and are working on dresses... You guys can describe the dresses you're wearing if you'd like. I'm like, you can describe mine. <laughs> it's the sweetest pantsuit you've ever seen. <laughs> Pretty much. It is glim glammed all up the front. Purple, right? Glam. Purple. Yep. I've said how crazy. My dress is also purple. <laughs> Yours is like a violet though, right? Like, it's a darker purple. Kizzy's uh, dress a is purple. <laughs> a floor length dress that uh, has see-through sleeves. There's roses throughout the whole thing, and it's a light purple with a plunging neckline. It, yeah. So, <laughs> as you're being fitted, you notice that the Funcompass rose that is Arissa's symbol is worked into the rose pattern. Um, she wants to ask the attendant who's like helping her, like, who made this design? It's the same lady that helped you a few days previously. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old dwarven lady. She goes, oh, that, that was my idea. I noticed your, your holy symbol. And back in the day, I was a priestess, Aris. Not quite as well-traveled as you appear to be, but I thought you might appreciate that touch. <laughs> I mean, she'd obviously take it as a compliment. Like, oh my god! I mean, it, it was meant as well-traveled. Right, yeah. as... I've been to two places. <laughs> Three, if you count where I've come from. You've probably been to a number of places along the, the way. Desert temples. Oh, well, yeah, but she wouldn't really tell Lost people cities. that. I've been to four places. Because <laughs> you can't call us, dude. Oh, five. All right, yeah, okay. You, She's doing okay. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I don't know what Bitsy's dress is going to be. Oh, um, Probably just something nature with leaves. 
What happens when you can have flowers? Summer flowers. The three of you do have the chance to speak to Amea as you're getting ready. There's too many people. <laughs> talk to her. You can talk to her about other stuff. Do we yeah. get to know her sister's name? Her sister's name is Iria. Iria. I probably would introduce myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she introduces herself. Like, I would do it properly. You've done... A, <laughs> you, Yo, I can't thank you, you enough for bringing my I'm sister just... back to me. Sounds funny. I was going to say it. Insight, sorry. Me too, uh, though. Uh, it is insight. This is a 22. <laughs> 17? <laughs> She appears to be being very honest. You can even actually hear a kind of a catch in her throat as she mentions that. So, (laughs) she does seem genuinely glad to have her sister back. Good. Uh, It could help, even if it means... So, unless there's other topics you want to bring up, because it's kind of general small talk and... Like, any time that she took the dress on, like, oh my god, that's gorgeous! I mean, she doesn't even know what it looks like, but she's gonna say that. Because it's probably true. Amaya's dress is indeed gorgeous. It's got a long train on it that has diamonds and other gemstones set in it. almost look like a night sky. It's a dark blue dress. Her, her sister has a similar dress, only it's in like a very light gray. Ethereum designs that are more intricate on hers than on Amaya's, but Amaya's is more that night sky design. Beautiful dresses. They do kind of put yours to shame, but you're also not part of the <laughs> ruling family here. Because he would definitely affix her sweet brett in her hair. But she got to kill him. Oh! Because he would make small talk about the revolution and how no one who lives over in the Aether District um, hasn't come into work the past two years now. And yeah, her, her and Eerie kind of exchange like, yes, we, we're aware. It is, it is a problem. From my understanding, this is the worst it's ever been. Can I do an insight on him? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, on Amaya? Yeah, yeah go ahead. You can roll on Amaya. I'm just making sure I got everything straight. Like, yeah, so, and Maya's like, I have no frame of reference, unfortunately. Oh, all their dance moves are going to be worn out by, like, 14 years. That's true. Yuri does confirm that, yeah, this is the worst we've ever seen this activity. That's what those three days were for? Was her practicing or dancing? Yeah, there you go. That's why it's been delayed so long? She's like, I don't recognize any of this music. Are there any plans made on what will happen to them, or...? Eerie goes, well, my father and Captain Reyna have been in discussions. Um, I've been privy to some of those conversations. Uh, The plan is to do nothing for today. Hopefully let the festival improve the moods of the people involved so that when discussions do take place, they can be as civil as possible. But beyond that, the, the idea is to open up discussions and see what they want. So you guys aren't going to ignore them? No, we ne- we never do ignore the problem. There just always seems to be some new issue that crops up every time we make an attempt to placate their demands. That's so interesting. How have they demanded other things? They have. It's it's always the same issue. We just we always try different things to try to help them understand our position or to give them at least some of what they want, but unfortunately, the things that they, they want can't happen. They they can't have positions in the higher magical councils because they don't have the magic required to do those jobs. In, in the past, we, to, to demonstrate this, at one, one point my father gave them a, a counselor on the, the, the Majorcratic Council, and they were unable to do their duties. Ah! 
<laughs> Sounds like some bullshit to absent, but I'm not gonna say anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not I mean, this again, that's that's Iria speaking, and you have a pretty good sense, and with your insight checks, you have a pretty good sense. That's what she knows. Oh, and I, I believe her. I 100% believe that that's my how she feels about it, and what she knows. Princess. What's your suspicions? That she is a follower. <laughs> this is true. That was your suspicion. Mm, yeah, she's not an independent thinker. Okay. I, I have a good idea what they're doing now. Princess, aren't you the heir apparent? Yes, I am. Why aren't you involved in the discussions? This would be something that you would eventually have to deal with if it wasn't... Later on, obviously. I'm not saying, like, tomorrow, because that would be very odd. <laughs> well, I've, I've been part of the discussions. Oh, okay. I offer what little input I, I, I feel that I'm able to give, but I, I have been part of all the discussions. I have been part of discussions for the last number of years as well. So Who do the, um, you guys usually talk with when it comes to non-magic agents? We usually speak to elected members of their community. They have there is a lower council upon which they have a seat. Every each district hires a rep- or elects a representative to sit on it. I was just looking for specific names. Kyle Whitehall is the name of the elected representative from the Aether district. Uh, he's usually the person that they speak to because he is the elected representative of of that district and represents the most non magic population. That's the, I Thorn, Time, and Olek, you you're. I'll spiff it up and, and get ready, and by about 10 o'clock in the morning, all of you are done with your preparations and are kind of ushered out. The king is going to be giving a, an announcement and kind of start off the festival at noon, so you're going to be part of that, so you have to be kind of in place and in position, so they have you kind of ready at 10, and eventually you're led out to kind of the edge of the Dawnlight District, where it overlooks the Horizon District, and there's a platform set up on the walls. And you can see, as you're walking through the district, you see stalls and games and events set up just to celebrate this festival. Everyone's already excited. And as you kind of mount the top of this wall, you can see the entire Horizon District has been decked out with decorations and, and stalls and things through the entire district as well. As noon approaches, the, the king does step to the front, and he picks up a stone that kind of looks like your, your little dwarven speaking stone, only it, it magnifies his voice instead. Welcome, citizens of Dalsaren, thank you for coming today. We have been blessed this year in so many ways. The city thrives as it never has before. We enhance the lives of our citizens almost daily, but none of these things can compare to a blessing brought to us just this week. You all know that 14 years ago, a dark curse brought down my daughter, Amea, and you all mourn the loss of her with me and my family. Today I would invite you all to instead celebrate, for through nothing short of a miracle, Amea has been returned to us. And Amea steps out from behind and is presented up in front of the city. The light hits her dress, and just the dress seems to glow as the the light from the, the noon sun hits it. And she she has a smile it, on, and she's wearing... Either worked into it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's got her little, her little crown you've seen her wear before, and it, it too kind of reflects that light. And the crowd gasps and cheer, and it's, it's almost definitely, even with you standing up here, just the excitement that is in the city right now. It would not have been possible of the aid of these fine adventurers. And he motions, and you're all kind of come, come to the front so the city can see you as well. Braving ruins and dangers, they found a way to bring her back to us. I have extended them the invitation to join us in our celebration of the upcoming solstice. We will hold the celebration to honor in honor of them and our beautiful princess. I present you Absinthe Artemisia, the golden-voiced hero of Breeze Bay. 
Bits of a tea leaf the Yen, of the Yensire tribe. Priestess Kizzy of the Great Lady Aris and the Wandering Road. Master Olek Seguin, fearsome warrior. Adventurer Time of Ancient Secrets and Master Guildsman Thorngrave of Kel. Crowd cheers again as well. With that, I declare this summer solstice celebration begun. Fireworks go off and everyone cheers and the festival has begun. I would like... No, I would like everyone to make a perception check. Olek and Absinthe with advantage. Oh, where did I put my dice? Did I put my dice? Oh. <laughs> advantage has done me nothing. Oh, with advantage. Yep. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Seven. I think I just got a twelve. Eighteen. Point out the Cory on your dice because I don't know the other ones. How about a nine? <sighs> How about an eight? <laughs> All right. Well, Oleg, your sea attuned senses do you nothing. In fact, the only two people who, while standing on this raised platform, really notice anything is, is Bitsy and Absinthe. You notice on the horizon. Dark clouds. Oh no. Uh oh. Natural dark clouds, I wonder. And it's actually kind of a very low rumble of thunder that you just very distant rumble of thunder that actually brings in your attention to look at it. And there is a slight pickup to the wind. Looks like a storm's coming in. And it's pretty much as soon as like the noonday sun hits and he makes an announcement the festival starts, that's like when that wind kinda of picks up. Would it be like a survival? Or nature? For what? To know if it's a real storm. I would say it'd be druidcraft, because that lets you predict the weather for 24 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would help. It's, no a, it's a cantrip. You cast oh, it. Okay. No storms in the upcoming future. Well, now let's are they going to be okay with just casting on <laughs> You don't have to do this second. I mean, you could... Okay, okay roll, so roll nature. Just for now, before if you don't want to cast right now. But yeah, because probably casting next to the king on the platform from the city, yeah. probably not the... The smartest of ideas. Uh, <laughs> I do under my dress. <laughs> <laughs> I have this. It doesn't feel right. <clears throat> it isn't. Okay. The, the, the storm, you have not felt a storm brewing until now. It's, it's kind of like this storm just kind of cropped up. Is it approaching quickly? You'd have to stay and watch it for a little while. It does appear to be blowing your way. Okay. So I would... See if anybody else notices. Yeah. You can tell that Absinthe is definitely, I'm definitely eyeing it. Pointing out, like, look, at those clouds are coming. Man. She's okay. eyeing the storm. Yeah, they shouldn't. I'm just gonna throw out that it probably should be happening, based off of how the weather's been and what it should be. And so, you're suggesting it's magical. I don't know. <laughs> suggesting it's magical. Well, it's unusual. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not normal. Like, it's not acting. It's not following normal weather patterns. It's not there right. Go, right? Yep. Yeah? Is Something about, okay. Something about that storm ain't right. Yep. I mean, I'll probably do a druid craft once we're not... That's still like, quite clear. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, shortly after that announcement, you are approached by a noble absent. No. Um, they actually... They, they seem to be wearing a, a navy uniform of some kind. You seem, you seem kind of... As in, like, a, 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 as in nautical. Boats. As okay. in, like, they probably have some rank that you. <laughs> Not <just> blue. blue. <laughs> it's just like, that's a um, weird way to say they, that they're wearing blue. So, the, and they look. Absinthe Artemisia. Have we met? <laughs> Not officially, no. I actually was at Breeze Bay shortly after it was liberated. 
and I heard quite a few tales about you. I imagine we did. <laughs> Does he do this when all of us can hear him, or? Yeah. I mean, it's... it's We're just... not secretive. Yeah. I was like, what? You're a badass? Well, I already knew that. <laughs> I was like, this surprises You're an you extra guy? badass? Yes! I'm like, I'm official. your friend. I'm official badass. Oh, it's licensed. I've got like... credentials. Well, like, like the king announced, the hero of Breeze Bay. You never told us That's that true. story. That was her title. Why isn't that a song, Absinthe? It is! Have you not been listening? I swear I have! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she hasn't that in front of you. So, are the rumors true that you led by a song an entire city to free itself? That's slightly exaggerated. I definitely took part, and I'm glad that my music could have inspired so many. Well, yeah, I would like to extend an offer to you. The uh, That's military not. band That's is going point. to be performing <laughs> at the Grand Ball tonight. Would you like to inspire people at that oh. event and join us? I could definitely join you for a song or two. Well, I look forward to it. Do you point out this term to any of us? Well, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, talked about that oh, conversation. Yeah. yeah, she was like, yo, clouds, and I was like... <laughs> not natural clouds. Not natural clouds. Should we be worried about that? Yes. <clears throat> Fitzy, are they the same ones from your vision? She wouldn't have said that super loud. I just want to make sure they can How do the vision? They look, so they look like storm clouds. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm thinking possibly. Fitzy, I had a thought. Mm-hmm. You think maybe you're a conduit? Like she, I'm a conduit? Yeah. Like, like electricity is like, attracted to her? Like she goes on sandwiches? Like she's the way to get into the studio. That's a condiment athlete. <laughs> 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 like, no, Bits, Bitsy doesn't wear metal armor, so electricity doesn't kind of go to her. Electricity is the only thing that like, can Magic conduit? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have a type of magic that no one else has had for years. Eons. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a few hours to meander the festival before the ball begins. We could see every stall. No, you could not. Could I, we you... would move twice as fast. I was going to say, if, <laughs> I'll do the druid craft. if we go with Oleg, okay. does it just... So, Bitsy, you cast druid craft. Yep. This storm feels weird. Like You're like, yep, there's a storm coming, but you don't know why. Normally, like, oh, because the, there's these shifts yeah. in weather. It's like, nah, it's weird. It's yeah, coming out of nowhere. Yeah. So no natural... Causes, phenomenon yeah. makes sense for this storm to be coming yeah. in. Yeah. In your vision, were you able to tell what caused the storm, or that it was just there and there was something else with it? Yeah, I don't think I, I knew the cause. I mean, and that's the reason why I thought I, I assumed it was from my vision because we're supposed to have clear sky. Or... So, is there anything you guys particularly would like to do? Are there games? Oh no. Are there prizes? There are some games and some prizes. Enhanced skill on Oleg. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Play find the hammer. Yeah, it was like the hammer game where you hit the thingy and it goes up and they, takes the There belt. is indeed one of those. <sighs> Would you like to try it, Oleg? Yes. Are you new enhance ability on Oleg? No, okay. So, I don't have that spell. <laughs> uh, that's fair. All right. Roll a strength check. Oh my goodness. A ten plus 
No, that's with the plus. Oh, a ten. You're rolling garbage for Edward. Well, Luke, it's not a bad display, but I'm I'm wearing my my new outfit. I'm holding back a bit. I don't want to break it or smudge you, you it. You do notice that a lot of you are getting quite a bit of attention. I was just like, Kizzy's in love with the attention. Okay, time seeing Olex not as good as it could be is like is curious if the game's rigged, so he wants to try it. Oh, it's also a little nervous. There's a lot of people with eyes on him right now. So, strength check. Strength check. That is 17. You know, you you do quite a bit better than Oleg. Solid hit. Hey. And it goes quite a bit little little thing raises up. Doesn't quite hit the bell, though. You are all getting quite a few looks and people talking about you as you walk through. Are there any cute ones? There's probably quite a few cute ones. Mm. Of course, as soon as the announcement is amazed, basically, like, swarmed by people to just go up and congratulate her on her return. Effectively separated from all of you. Congrats on not being dead. Is there, like, a little pea shooter game? Yeah, there's a little target practice game. They don't let you use your gun. They have... I don't have my gun on me. I figure this... This is true. You don't have your gun on you. I have no weapons on me. Do any of you have weapons on you of any kind? Uh, Just my holy symbol. My knowledge... Not that anyone can see, hopefully. You have da- uh, daggers on you? Yeah. All right. Uh, he has one. I- including the, uh, the, the the dagger that y- you got from the uh, the warlock lady? Yeah. I'm planning on using that one, but I do always have it. it. It's undetectable. Uh, no one's ever noticed it. Bitsy's probably got her quarters for her. She's got, she's got her totem staff. I probably have a knife in my boot. Okay. Oh. You do seem to be... Not so much followed by guards. You feel like you kind of have a kind of have a guard escort with you. Not not even like when you were in the Dawnlight's district before, like keeping an eye on you. It's like they're just like they're standing back. They're just assigned to you to make sure with the people all paying attention to you. They're kind of your personal guard for the day. We're valued oh, guests. Now we're valued guests. <laughs> well, now that everyone knows who we are. Yeah, literally hey, everyone. Hey, the king is city. making it look great. Oh, isn't he the preciousest person ever? <laughs> also, the whole king announcing all of our names, just like... Yeah, I've already been approached by some... Roll three attack rolls. So that's an 11? Wait, no. That's a 10. Sorry. A 19... Oh, and a natural one. Pew, pew, <laughs> you hit the first, there's three targets of increasing difficulty. You hit the first two, no problem, and you somehow manage to, to misfire. To jam the little pea jam shooter. Jam the gun. little pea shooter thing they have. It's like, it's a spring. <laughs> How did you break it? There's not even gunpowder. You can still jam those very easily. Yes, you can. So, you failed, you didn't... Like it, it kind of pinked and dropped out the end of the barrel. The small child I demand a refund. next to him hits it. You're the one who broke the gun, sir. Can I keep it then? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy it. That's the policy. You break it, you buy it. Hey, you just got a pea shooter. <laughs> it shoots little tiny like BBs. Fine. One hundred and fifty gold. Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's ripping you off, time. You should rip him off. Nope. It's a carnival. Come on. I mean, these things are always overpriced. Hey, Olek. You think this is worth 150 gold? What? Intelligence <laughs> check? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, good luck. Street smarts. Yeah, he's got street smarts. It's appraisal. Uh, that's an eight. 
Do you think it looks like it might be worth 150 gold? I mean, yeah, if you shine it up a bit, uh, it could be worth around that, I guess. <laughs> you know the king. I don't know if the king would like you having that. No, that's a good point. You know what? I'll find you after the festival. All right. Takes it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else you, anyone else would like to do? Are there any flirts that happen twice from the same person? It's very important for Kizzy. Yeah, if one person flirts twice in the, in the right amount of time, she will react. No. Okay. It's like they come up and they're just, they're mostly like, oh, like you're this special person. They may say something kind of flirty and they move on. You you guys feel like you're kind of a spectacle at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it is nice to be that spectacle. Oh, yes, it is. She's like, oh, thank you. Yes, we're supposed to be. It's bad to be a quieter. spectacle. I think you probably could find a quieter place. Because he's already been following. Do you not want Kizzy to follow you? No, I don't want the crowds, crowds to follow me. Okay, because um, I want to, I want to commune, but I don't necessarily want everybody watching me do it. Mm-hmm. You I know, get us out of here, Pitsy. Watch as I do this thing that no one else can do in the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was. I was thinking, like, if I had to, I would just turn into a cat. You're able to go maybe the palace gardens and find a quiet place in the palace gardens. Okay. You want Kizzy to be there because she'd want to be there with you. Yeah. So you're just in your commune? Yeah, because, yeah, I, I mean, the storm clouds and stuff, like, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm trying to see whether the, the, the thorns just straight come out and start strangling me, or, you know? Not thorn, thorns. <laughs> well, he might do, but, you know. So you, you shift into that, the, the, the spirit world, and you do notice immediately that with the shift of season, winter has gone to sleep. Winter, which would be the domain of the spirit Alea, and you feel absolutely nothing from the waters around the city or anything. You feel an absence of energy now around this entire island. There, the storm above you is much, much stronger, and you need to immediately make a dexterity saving throw. I wondered. Here we go. Yep, I'm gonna get eaten. Or strangled. Seven. The vines immediately begin to entangle you, wrapping around mostly like your upper torso area, and they seem to be wrapping themselves around your your focus. Does she have any, like, outward? Outwardly, you see her suddenly tense up, and her breathing becomes much more rapid. Would we have talked about if anything happened to you, what I should do? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause, well, because she knew, well, because Spitzy knew that she'd probably most likely get attacked right away. Mm-hmm. So. So what do you do in response? To what? To now now that you're entangled in them. Oh. Um can I cast some? You can try. It will definitely have to be a concentration check. I guess I'll be shifting. What do you be shifting to? Alright. So you it actually is hard because you can barely even reach your focus. And you, you shift, and the vines still stay tight around you. They shift, like, they, they even tighten, and it hurts more as you shift into this bigger form. Um, and you you take six psychic damage. Yeah. Um, does, when she reshapes, does it change her outer appearance at all? You, no. You see her, her symbol flash. Is there anything that I can do from outside? I don't know. What do you want to try to do? She like slap her in the face, wake her up. I feel like Kizzy's first instinct would to be remove the the symbol earlier thing from you. Um, and I 
don't know how Fitzy would react to that. Probably not good. Yeah. Um, her hands are on it. Okay. I guess you can fry her hands off and take it. <laughs> no, um... Well, I mean, when you guys have you talked can... about what she should do... I don't even think that Bitsy has any idea what to do. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Make, I can walk over like, and make, like, a, make a strength maybe? check. I want to shake her. Yes. like, oh, Bitsy, oh my gosh! Yeah! Nice! All right. That is a 22. You burst out of the vines. You, you manage to bite and claw your way out of them and, and dart away. But they still keep coming after you. I probably would just leave. Okay. So you see her relax, and then her eyes open, and she takes a sudden breath. Let's see what happened. Um, so I was immediately attacked by vines, and there are, what was the name of the- uh, Alea is the spirit of the seas. The seas, yeah. Yeah, see that her, well, she would be asleep certainly right now, but her power is missing. So she doesn't even like, hey, hey, that's one of the ones I marked. I was like, I'm gonna choose this one or this one. Is there supposed to be magic and things, even if the spirit is sleeping? Yeah, I mean, like, with the ram, even though he was injured, mm-hmm. we still felt something. You're aware that the spirits get quiet, and you can reach them, but they're mostly just it's like, oh, they're, they're sleeping. They're hibernating. Yeah, I just, I just don't think she's capable of showing herself. Like, she's too tired, or she's being blocked? Probably blocked. Because if she was too tired, we'd still probably feel her, or I'd still probably feel her a little bit. I wonder what blocks spirits. Well, I'm pretty sure these vines have something to do with it. <laughs> Were there vines in any of your other vision, or your, yeah. um, before we got here? Yeah. Other than the one that you had when we were in the Oasis. Oh, no. Was that vision supposed to be something that took place here? Yeah. So then the whatever's trapped is trapped here? Yeah. I just don't know where. Are we trying to free it or keep it trapped? I'm thinking free it because I'm pretty sure that she is the spirit of the seas. So we gotta find her temple. Yeah, and I'm wondering though, too, now that I think about it, why, like, because they use that tower to be able to allow themselves in and out and kind of have control over the Bay Area, like the seas, water, and all that stuff, so I'm wondering how much of their tampering with things is messed up stuff with her, too. On any of the old maps that we found, was there any indication that there was a structure? Nope. I mean, like, why would they put it on the island? It doesn't make sense. They could have put it on land. They could have put it anywhere. Oh, I else. need that folding boat. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm thinking that because, I mean, the spirits will do what they need to do and what they want to do, and the fact that there is so much, they have so much control over this bay seems kind of like that's like... Were you able to feel the ocean spirit at any other point? We were not close to it? No. Not at all. How can one little thing make such a big deal happen? They're only controlling this little bay. How does that affect the whole ocean? Well, maybe it has to be the ley lines and the... Well, you two are talking about that. Absolutely. What are you doing? I don't know. Look around. I mean, I'd probably at least be kind of aware of where everyone is. And... Party parent. A little bit. Party parent. <laughs> mostly just like, I don't want to be alone, but I'm not... Surprised. I'd be networking. Yeah. All right. <laughs> is that what you'd be doing, Thoris? Talking to people? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, well, right that right. will easily continue well into the ball. 
which starts with a grand dinner. I would definitely be keeping an eye on the storm clouds. They're definitely approaching. Well, we should get How grand a dinner. It is a grand dinner. Probably the best meal you have ever eaten in your life, Olek. Is there any help? <laughs> there are too many forks and too many knives and too many spoons for time and Olek to understand how this all works. And probably Bitsy. I would be sitting next to Bitsy if I can. <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> Work you, she's outside contemplating in. just taking okay. out like, her hunting knife. <laughs> <laughs> The way that this is set up, so you walk in and kind of through the royal chamber into a ballroom behind. And there's tables that line the rooms, and they're heaped with food and drink and beautiful floral bouquets that are flowers that don't even grow naturally on this island. But And it's just... <laughs> oh, um, so so the, the floors in here are, are tiled with an engraved marble. Veins of gemstone and gold lace through it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Olek, you cannot have them. <laughs> the ceiling above is made of a crystal glass. And you can see the, the, the darkening sky above. Only with the buffeting winds, you've noticed the barrier, barrier around is kind of just shimmering ever so slightly. So it's kind of this purple cast to the sky. And it's actually very beautiful. Sure, but that's also terrifying. Because if the wind is buffeting the barrier, what kind of wind is this? <laughs> Magic-ass wind. You can end... <laughs> You can you can see the dark the dark sky with that kind of purple tint, and there's some clouds that are kind of starting to obscure it a little bit, and you can even hear the, the heavy winds kind of blowing at the building outside, a little bit. It's not really intense, so you don't fear for the building or anything, but it is noticeable. You haven't really had any bad weather since you got here. I just I got a um, sixteen or seventeen um to like know if if this storm is like. Possibly, can it move into like a hurricane type of thing? Or, you know, it doesn't it, feel like is that. Is it gonna like drown everybody? Doesn't feel like that, no. It just seems at the moment heavy winds, though the storm clouds haven't gotten here yet. But, okay, but I'm not like. No. So, you, the way that the room is set up, there's the, the grand table at the top of the room for the, the royal family to sit at, and a few of the, the highest advisors in the court. Uh, then there's a, a table kind of right below that where you're all seated as honored guests. And then the rest of the nobles file into the room and take seats and begin talking. And the king makes an announcement, welcome everyone to the Grand Ball. Uh, says everyone, eat your fill. We'll have the, uh, the the actual ball will begin as soon as dinner is over. And so you're, you all sit down and there's just lots of fish dishes. There are some just large roasts. And it is all exquisite. I drink the tea. I know how to drink out of a cup properly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are all, you are all <laughs> organized in such a way that about one to one, there is one person familiar with civil proceedings to each person who is unfamiliar with these civil proceedings. They're probably having their shit somewhere close to me. Yep. So Special we'll. High chairs. You guys can you guys can manage it without <laughs> without any real issues. You are able to eat and you don't feel like you're being really like laughed at or anything. You, you guys do fine. I would have never thought of that until you said it. What? Anyone would be laughing at us. You are. We saved the princess. And, and, and they it, probably wouldn't excuse if we were really bad too. They'd be like, "Oh well, they're adventures." And, and, <laughs> And after dinner, I was an adventurer. Then they start. The they knee. move the tables kind of farther back, clear open the space for for dancing, and you see the band setting up towards the back of the room, 
and they start up a song, and the grand ball has begun. Bitsy, um, you've had enough time for a short rest if you'd like to recover hit points. Did we all get uh, you know, psychic damage? You don't really know. Did we all get inspired this morning, by the way? It's not too late, too. It can be any. At dinner, you're like, all right, assholes. It's, 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 it's... <laughs> I probably, when we sit down, like, because, like, at least you you guys are like, I'm gonna be like. It was a rousing lecture on proper table etiquette. We're, <laughs> We're fucking adventurers. <laughs> so, how much did we get? Eight? Actually, it's a nine. Yep, so you all get nine hit points. Boom! Oh, two hit, hit points feels yeah. good. So it's, it's a short rest. You guys are able to. Anyone who's taken damage, so Bitsy can heal up. You guys all get your nine extra hit points, and oh, you're nice. free to mingle in the ball. You don't see Kizzy without a cup in her hand, <laughs> and eventually she starts acting a little drunk. <laughs> but she's trying to be polite at the same time. Is, is she is she drinking that much? If we get into combat and the healer's she drunk, she has a cup in her hand all night. Whether she's actually drinking it is up to people who want to pick up. So there's attention. there's a number of priests that you see the here. Bottle in her other hand was concerning. <laughs> Do we see what's your face? Nope. Uh, Priestess of Tavana okay. is not here. I'm in fact, okay. the only gods that are here are are mostly good gods. There are no evil gods here represented here. <laughs> I got really scared. There's a number of people that none of you recognize. But from the way their robes are, you assume that they are arcanists from the mage colleges. Of course, the royal family's here, any number of nobles. Um, there's a, a couple of archivists here. He's a little schmooze. Who are you going to schmooze? Anybody who wants to talk to her. So the gods that are represented by their, their priest or priestess are Kelteo, Doima, Aris, Corel, Tay, and Silmea. Well, I mean, she would go and obviously visit with whoever it is that's representing Aris because yeah. she would want. Who you've met? It's 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 a uh, priest Aaron, who's the was the main priest at the the temple when you talked to him. You did speak to him when you went there, but they they're all the more social, like very socially accepted gods and goddesses that. She just go and chat with him for a little while. Not really anything in particular to say to him. But, yeah, so there's there as well, but everyone's kind of mingling and talking. The, the the band does start up, people begin to dance. So what you doing? Socializing, dancing a little bit. Ah, uh, because he would definitely keep in the corner. I was going to say, probably a wall <laughs> with a bunch of people just kind of standing up against it, trying not to look like they're going to dance. And time's just kind of just... There are crash. tables, right? You guys there are tables. The tables and but there's like... always a wall. <laughs> <laughs> What is this, a high school dance? That's what he... The, most of the nobles are either mingling or dancing. Because he would keep an eye out for Amea. Amea is up with her family most of the night. You're welcome to approach. They're not, like, being guarded. She was because he dance. She does. I know, but I want to be specific about it. Well, there, you, there are a number of, of guards kind of at the perimeter of the room as well. Right. Reyna is up near the front by the royal family. She's just watching everything with, with intent. I haven't seen anybody for, um... Revolutionary? Yes! That's... <laughs> that is so not on her mind right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time, time's just like, I have to survive tonight, I have to survive tonight, if I can make it through tonight. <laughs> I actually would probably be scanning the crowd enough that if I didn't see them, they would stand out to me. It was like, busy trying, but you didn't see anything. Okay. 
Okay. So, uh, Kizzy walks up to, well, tries to walk professionally up to Princess Amaya. Princess, can we please have our dance that we said we were Well, of course. And she steps away from quite possibly having a conversation with her father. Like, they were, they were kind of up there chatting, and she just steps away without saying a word. Ooh. He's been cut. I got a 20 for perception, by the way. To, to see that sick bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you don't notice any, recognize any faces out of the crowd beyond people you've met in the city, and there's no one who stands out as being a strange person. I mean, you recognize the priests and priestesses. Um, you recognize the couple of archivists who are here. A few nobles you've seen around the castle, but that's really it. So you and Amea are able to dance. Um... So, because he's, like, all bubbly and, like, giggly and stuff, just, like, having a good time. And she's not, like, being, like, gropey or anything, because she respects the royalty. But, um, <laughs> once she, like, are the guards, like, keeping like an eye on them, them because, like, she's with the princess or anything? No more than any anything else. Um, with the princess being away from the royal family, Reyna is watching, looks at you more often, but it's... Nothing like... You don't feel like, oh, I don't trust you, it's... She, she's all business. Raina is all business, is just watching everything with an eagle eye, making sure nothing goes down. Um, does it seem like if they were to talk quietly, would anyone be able to hear them? Probably not. Not over the music and the moving. So, how is the princess reacting? She seems to be enjoying herself. Yeah, that's good. She doesn't run screaming for the hilltop. <laughs> uh, they'll kind of like drop the facade, be like, hey, princess, is there somewhere we can talk freely? I, th- I think we can move out to the atrium area. Will anyone be following us? A guard may, may stand watch the door, yes. Okay. And then she'll, like, kind of be, like, she'll act bubbly. She'll be like, I think I might need some air, she says a little <laughs> bit loudly. So, Paul, let, let's go. We'll go get some. You, you walk out. Okay. Um, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing as well as can be expected. It's a ball of my honor. Who wouldn't be excited? Oh. Then, <laughs> she'll look meaningfully, meaningfully after at her, like, Kind of rolls her eyes a little bit. <laughs> As I said before, you still look very lovely tonight. That dress is perfection on you. Well, I'm, your dress looks amazing on you as well. I'm oh. glad that we were able to get it for you. The priestess <laughs> who helped me with the symbols was oh, it was. It's kind of exactly what I needed. What are what are your honest thoughts about this revolution and how far it's come? I honestly don't know. It's so strange. It's like coming to a foreign land. Coming home. I feel the exact same way, except I'm not coming home, but... Well, for you, it is a foreign land. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely not very welcoming city, despite how beautiful it is. From what Raston tells me, you've been keeping an eye on things. <laughs> is that a problem? No. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Everyone else calls me a harlot, but I'm not... <laughs> I've never told you that. Yeah, I don't think anyone in this party is called. Everyone gives me the look. I looks. think you and Killa is cute. <laughs> I can sit here. And I mean, like, the thing with you and the Raven was kind of weird. I wasn't attempted, <laughs> and no one knew about that in the entire party. Everyone knows about Killa, though. And this weather is very odd. Do you guys often get storms out of nowhere like this? Summer storms do crop up. I haven't seen one rise that suddenly, but I'm not a particularly educated on how weather works. Have you been keeping in contact with Raston a lot since you got here? When, when I can. 
Oh, I guess it would be pretty limited because your dad doesn't seem to like him. I mean, his oh. majesty. Yeah, that's an understatement. I would recommend not letting him know that you're in contact with Raz. Oh my gosh, I can't keep it with old friends. Old friends, yes. Enemies of the throne. Mm. <laughs> it was actually really invigorating to see how the city invited you back. Or, not invited you, but was um, excited for your return. I mean, if anyone were to come back from the dead, that would be pretty amazing. It, that is true. But I feel like maybe you should leave. You may be right. I don't mean that in a mean way, of course. I just... It feels like the city and your family has moved on without you years ago after you passed away. And, well, we both know someone who didn't. <laughs> oh, sir. You're, you're absolutely right. But I do owe it to my family to spend some time here. That's... Maybe I can make the best of the situation. Things are obviously in turmoil right now. Perhaps I can do something to fix that. What do you think you could do? I don't know. I'll need to find out more about what's going on. Unlike Iria, I am not privy to my father's private conversations. Do you really think she is? I do think she is. Her passiveness worries me. <laughs> After being down there. It's how Iria has always been. That doesn't seem like a very good heir apparent, but please don't tell her I said that. We'll see. <laughs> Got some strings to pull, oh man. <laughs> anyway, before you or before you decide to stay here too long, just remember that you said that you would fight for Rastin, and I don't think that's going to change. No. But before too long, maybe you should consider going back and maybe fighting with Rastin. I will definitely not like fighting to like, alongside. That's a better <laughs> way to put it. Fighting alongside Rastin. <laughs> I will take your words to heart. Thank you very much, Kizzy. I'm not trying to stir the pot, I swear. I just... <laughs> I want to see you happy, and I don't think I've seen you truly happy here. I don't think I've ever seen you truly happy. She does seem to think on that for a moment. You're probably right. Thank you very much for, for being a friend to me through this. So she re reaches into the pouch, pulls something out. It's a little gem on a chain. A little green gem. Just, I, I'd like you to have this. Thank you. What is it? It's just something I think that could be of use to you. It's very vague. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, and she just kind of look over at the guard. It's like, like no, I, I think it's something that'll be useful to you. I mean, she's not going to be like, no, I don't want it. But she'll take it. Um, should I hide it? <laughs> so, Thorn, is there anyone you'd like to particularly speak to? Or are you just generally making contacts? And I'm just making contacts and... Maybe finding out, like, I was might have been looking for some specific people that I might have had on lists and stuff like that. Like the names that you were given or found yeah. on that book? Yeah, just seeing, seeing if, if they were around and, uh, and or if anyone knew them. Being very circumspect, not trying to be very familiar with them or anything. Yeah, I, I don't think you find anything about those names here. And, like, you don't even... You haven't seen Eklis today either. You figure you're kind of outside of his circle of influence at the moment. But, uh... No, it's fine, good. You, you do make a number of contacts with the nobles here, and they... Roll a uh, charisma check for me. Schmoozing. Exactly. Ten. <laughs> you probably have about three or four nobles who have kind of invited you to, uh, 
come have dinner with them sometime mm-hmm. to uh, to speak more on matters of business because they've been very interested in your your uh, merchant guild connections, and uh, they they'd like to know more. Well, I'd be sure to take note of them and and pay a visit to them if I the chance. Time you're just gonna sit back in the room. Uh, so I'm like at that wall, just kind of looking around. I think I, I don't know if I'd spot like Bitsy in the corner. And just kind of scoot over. I also kind of listening in on conversations as I go by. So in absence, you're schmoozing with people as well. People are very excited to hear all about the hero of Breeze Bay. Oh, they, it seems to be something they're all very excited about all of a sudden. Cities. You, you and I may eventually come back in. Yeah, I'll go and talk to Time. Are you ready to dance yet? No. Let's go! <laughs> You notice at some point Amaya goes over to speak to one of the Arcanists. The two of them kind of go off and have, have, have their own little side conversation. Insight? Or out of sight, like right now. Insight. It, it's kind of off to the side, but they're within visual range of people. So the, the Arcanist in question. I was like, which Arcanist is it? You haven't, met, you, haven't, you haven't met them, so you don't know. It's a human woman. Blonde hair, gray eyes. Her clothes all look fine, but her hair is a little bit messy and she's got some, like, Soot or grease marks on her face. So she's cute. I'm just like, I'm just like, I understand. I understand grease. <laughs> and as, as she's as she's talking, you can see she's got a pretty easy easy smile. Like, all right, you don't know what they're talking about, but you and time are gonna dance. Yeah, I'm gonna force them to dance. Just okay. a one song. What check is this? Dance dexterity, check. dexterity, or acrobatics performance. Oh, there we go. Ooh, performance, performance for both of you. That's worse. <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, not by much. Oh my god. Hey, that's a 13. You gotta leave this one time. <laughs> oh no. Time has hasn't had too much to drink. I may have not have been lying about how drunk I was. Uh, she was she I got a 5 total? Yeah, was so it an at 1? It was a 2. Okay, same. It's not great. You're just so distracted. I put my yeah, I'm like watching a man. I'm like sit on her face. Oh, he's gonna kill her. She's cute. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're not paying attention. I'm just like, come on, am come I on, doing am this I doing right? This? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you actually feel like you do quite well. You do lead Kizzy actually. <laughs> just like I hear the music. I'm like, I know the beat. Just like I can Oleg find snoring. the beats. Flashback to Oleg snoring. Just like, it's the same just rhythm sick. as Oleg snores. Exactly. Thank you, Time. I think I might need to go sit down. Good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to see if there's any anyone else that doesn't have a dance partner. I'm just going <laughs> to... That he doesn't have a dance boost. partner. No, but someone that's just... His height? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you can stand on his shoes. <laughs> he can just hold you. I mean, I, I might feel there's a difference between animal those things, but... Much smaller and lighter than me, it was really like, fun was... and really easy. <laughs> so is there anything else people are going to do other than your dancing? Does anyone else have anything they really like to do? Well, I need to join do you... the band for a while. Alright. I would like you to make uh, <laughs> all the <best> performance <laughs> like, checks. It's a busy spot here. <laughs> so roll, roll one performance check right now. Oh. Pretty freaking good. <laughs> it's okay. That's the answer. Is pretty freaking. What, that's like eighteen. It's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Sorry, that's what I meant. Twenty-eight. I forgot. <laughs> Roll the next one with advantage. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, that's that. not as good. So fourteen plus. 
you get up there and the, the the couple of songs that you do you nine you got you get up there and you absolutely kill the performance like when you they in the the, the first one you go into a solo and the, just the room goes dead quiet as you play this this <laughs> is almost perfect like <laughs> almost unworld like otherworldly solo that just stops everyone dead and there's massive applause afterwards just like I know that song <laughs> And, and the next one, it's not quite as good, but it is still just outdoes everybody else playing here tonight. And the rumors of you being this just masterful musician are now rumor no longer. They are provable fact, and there will be word of absinthe Artemisia spoken for a long time. So, are you going to dance to one of those songs? Yes. Roll another perform check. You find a uh, a young noble woman who can, who can dance with you. Oh! <gasps> That's a five. <laughs> no, well, let's see how they do. They're they're quite a little disappointed in how that you're you're awkward and not quite. Um, it's you're partially distracted by absinthe and it's it's a different rhythm than what you're used to. And, I should know this song. But you don't you don't stomp on her feet or anything. Well, it's not an absinthe song. It's just oh, one okay. that they basically gave gave them the sheet music and said play this and just sight unseen, just bam, perfect performance beyond. Because <laughs> they were to see the group, it's like, it's like you, you could have done worse. <laughs> but about the time you're finishing your second song, oh shit! Roll perception checks, everyone. Uh, nat twenty. Nat twenty. Uh, two. <laughs> oh, like I think you're still eating. I got a not natural twenty. All right. You're out in the rain. <laughs> you're too busy staring at a man. God, bullocks good in that dress. <laughs> and her rack. <laughs> Your filters Damn off. Bobbies. <laughs> You're just like muttering to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably more jealous. Like I want to so, dress too. Thorn, absinthe, and time. First, you hear it. There is a sudden increase to the volume of the storm. It's the first thing that clues you into something being up. And takes you a moment. You look up, and as you're looking up, it, again, it takes a moment to realize that. Well, that purple sheen to the sky is missing from a few spots. You realize that several parts of the barrier are down. I'm kind of... I would immediately point that out to, uh, what's-her-face, the guard captain. Well, before you even have a chance to really do that, her hawk comes flying into the room through the front doors, drops a message into her hand, and flies back off. The brave ass hawk. I'm kind of nudge like I assume there's I'm still near the band, mm-hmm. like the nearest navy guy, and be like, "Is that supposed to do that?" No. And like people are eventually you start kind of looking up, and you hear kind of concerned mutterings throughout the room. Reina, the guard captain, immediately calls guards to her, and you see her talking with them. Cause he's gonna go over too. All right. She's giving them directions. I want. You and you to take squads to go and investigate what's going on. I need you to go and investigate the breaks in the in the Aether District. And, it's, and you do you do, you do approach. Uh oh, Captain Reyna, how when has this ever happened? This has never happened before. What can I do to help? If you're offering, I do need to get a squad to go and check out the break in the Dusk Brink. Me and my swaggy ass pantsuit would be moving that way. I will send word ahead that you are to be allowed into the dust spring. No questions asked. All right, I'll alert the rest. Ga- of gather, them. gather your friends. Yes. 
I'm not sure what to, to expect. It could be something with the storm is affecting the barrier, but I don't know. I don't believe the storm is natural. And at this point, I think it's proven it. Well, I don't know anything about that, but your, your assistance would be appreciated. Of course. Better be ready for whatever, Captain Reyna. <laughs> Always am. So she'll go and get everybody else. Okay. You guys going to go and get into your armor and get your weapons? No, nope, going in the dress. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So no. suit up. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What? Do you think she goes straight out there? Yeah. I'm gonna see if I see Bitsy go. I do. Okay. You go with? Yeah. I was just like, shoot. I gotta go. What about your armor? <laughs> that can wait. It's got I'm going bones. to cast Pass Without a Trace on us. All right. Wait for all of us to be there together. I'm worried that something might happen in the time it takes us to don armor. Because it takes She's me wearing like a dress. Minutes. She, I have terrible AC without my armor and my shield. Which is fine. I just like Bitsy doesn't. I would probably go back to the rooms to get. Okay. I, if you want, I could pick up his your stuff. Would you two roll stealth checks for me? No. Plus ten. That's twenty four. What? Stealth. Uh, that's 26. Okay. 20. 26. You two move through the shadows like one of them. That's cool. You guys are just invisible passing through the street. You, you two pass people who are like reveling in the streets and they don't even notice that you're there. Would you like me to pick up your armor? I mean, would I have had time to tell you that? Even yeah. if you were just like, grab my armor! Yeah. If it's not too much, grab it. Oh, grab my bow. I don't know if I can do that. As you approach... This is what you see before you. There is a wide breach in the city's outer wall. The building near the breach, the, there's the one building near the breach is leveled, just completely destroyed. You see furniture and bits of building scattered throughout the street. Among the rubble, you can see the still forms of several dozen warforged. How about those guys? As well as a few, sol- few soldiers that came to investigate. In the center of the breach, which is a gap about 30 feet wide, you see a four-sided pyramid shape, roughly five feet tall, and three feet at the base. There's deep carved runes that glow within it. Do those runes look familiar? Oh. Nope. The rain is pouring down through the gaps in the barrier with a vengeance, and the wind is pretty nasty, even down in the streets. And like occasional gusts of wind will blow the rain sideways, straight at you. What you do see, smashing the building across the street, is a hydra. Oh, oh dang. Oh. Is it just kind of chaotically oh, attacking? Oh, shoot, I don't have like... my bow. Mm-mm. But I do have burning hands. Face. It does not a... seem to see you. Um. Okay. Does it look like it's chaotically attacking, or are its attacks very deliberate? It seems very angry, and it's attacking that building on purpose. Just that particular building on purpose? At and the now, moment. Um, How many heads does it have? Five. Okay, I guess like I was trying I to see if it looked would have like to... it was being controlled, or if it's just kind of doing whatever it feels like. Just a little nature check. Yeah, Nate, can I do survival to mm-hmm. see if I know about Hydras? Mm-hmm. Um, that's an eight. Sixteen. It does seem weird to you that a Hydra would attack something like this. You you don't know about being controlled, but perhaps it was. It is not in the nature of Hydras to attack civilized settlements. So then, and I also know, you know, I gotta bring off heads and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't exit. Does not see the two of you. Okay. Um, attacking that building. I wonder what's inside. It just looks like a residence. Yeah. Oh, nothing? Maybe people? Probably the residence isn't there. The residence. What district are we in? You're in the Dusk Brink. So it's like... I'm not really there yet, but... But it's it's the the more noble housing, not like 
the high nobles, but kind of the, the more... Rastin's Tower is in the Duskbreak. Does it look like it's kind of going that way? No. No, okay. We're nowhere near it. It's sure. quite a... If you're not, like, near it, you can maybe see it. Like, oh, there's the tower against the storm, the lightning it's striking. Is there any soldiers or anything, like, in combat with it right now? No. And you said the pyramid thing is glowing? Yep. Do you want to go try to take a look at that and let the Hydra just... Hydra? Well, we still have passed without trace, so we could sneak... Possibly sneak past it. Yeah, go around. What's your gut say? Well, I guess oh, I'm a little oh, hesitant in directly attacking it when we don't have our yeah. rest of our party. Okay. So, I mean, like, I mean, we probably should wait for everybody to actually be like, yo, Hydra, here we are. You know. Agreed. So let's go see if we can figure out that magical device. Which direction do you want to sneak? I'm past with that trace. I say probably cut over here. Down that way and then across the wall. Over? So you guys make it over to the strange pyramid device. Okay. I'm going to do an arcana check on it. Describe how you're doing it to me. Oh. I'm not going to touch it. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to kind of... I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he says it by that just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get close to try to like listen to it, smell it, look at the symbols <laughs> to get a general idea. I recognize the symbols. Is it nope. Arcana? It that is, arcana. is a 12. We're just making sure you recognize none of the symbols. And you recognize none of the symbols. Okay. You do feel weird approaching it. You can't even put your finger on why. It's a very subtle feeling. You just Something feels off, like a pressure at the back of your head and a slight chill. The close, And the closer you get to it, the more that increases. Is it a similar feeling as um, a broken airy? You mean Baratet's tomb? Yes. Yeah, it's a very similar feeling to that. Oh, hmm. This thing eats magic. It eats? Uh, it absorbs it. Um, um, nullifies. So that's how it made the holes in the barrier. Yeah. It is about dead center of the hole in the barrier. Yeah. The hole in the barrier even extends beyond this gap in the wall. Okay. Hmm. I don't want to touch it. It'll probably knock me unconscious. Bitsy doesn't feel that. Her, your magic is an arcane. Oh, because oh, it's divine. Um, it's an arcane dampener. But does so. it does it like eat any magic, or is it just? Well, how do you feel? Well, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. But... Right, so it's you probably... you're maybe like there's like a weird like like this close like no oh, something feels a lot, but eh, whatever. Okay, so it's arcane magic. <laughs> is it made out of metal? Stone. 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 <gasps> Do you have stone shape? I've melted into stone. I don't know how that works though. Yeah. Probably not well. Because it's like die. stone and crystal almost. Like yeah. Bitsy absorbs all oh, the Oh, and is it supposed to be like non-magical stone? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, it would be non-magical stone. Uh-huh. The rest of you, it ta- you guys get here probably four to five minutes. Three to four minutes. That's not what it was about. But oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a perception roll while I was in the room grabbing my equipment? Yeah, for what? Uh, I want to see if I see Time's bow. Okay. Because I know Time fights with a bow. I would be grabbing his armor. Okay. Uh, 16. Yeah, he'd see the bow. Okay. As I, I, I laid, like, in the morning, I all my weapons laid out. I figured that's why it'd be really easy for everyone yeah. to see it. But also, I will not have put on my armor. I will have put on my street clothes since they're faster. Grabbed my axe, his bow, and off I ran. Y'all being daring today. If I had to add my constitution bonus to it. If I'm That's true. I think so. it's about the same, isn't it? It's pretty close. So about now you're all arriving. 
Okay. Um, and you see the same scene before you, except for that building is notably more destroyed. Fire wrist, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Would you guys like to make oh, stealth dear. checks for me? Yes, please. Them? Yeah. I don't know if I want to. Six. Oh, fuck. Seven. <laughs> That's Six. one plus four. Six. Ooh. Ooh. We weren't trying. We weren't trying. Clank, clank, clank. Oh, I well, it rolled a natural 20. I have a disadvantage. Which would negate everybody else's stealth as well. Wasted that 16. So as you guys approach down the street, you do see this Hydra attacking the building, and one of the heads immediately snaps over and sees you as you start coming down the street. Look at that fuck. And it lets out... The five heads immediately snapped all look at you and let out these roars. Like everyone to roll initiative. Bitsy. I got a 22. Eight. 22 for Thorn, 19 for Bitsy. Kizzy? 7. 7. Olek? 15. Time? 10. 10. Absinthe? 6. How the F? I rolled a 3. Or no, I rolled a 6. It's a 9. Sorry. So, do we see them... And the Hydra being Yeah, well, like, how freaking loud. Oh, yeah, you will. Well, sure everyone saw well it, it stopped, and then it screamed with all five heads, and we were probably like, what? Oh. Yeah, okay, I wonder if they can handle it. We probably should get this barrier down. Or we lure it out and then get the barrier down. Except for there's still a hole in the wall, or barrier back up. There's still a hole in the wall. You have no idea how to even begin to get that barrier back up. I don't know how to do that. All right, Thorn, it, you are at the top of the round. And I'm sorry, but Bitsy kind of wouldn't want to help because she thinks the barrier is not necessarily a good thing. Just destroy that little pyramid. Just take out your court stuff and... <coughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying I probably wouldn't help. I don't know that she'd go out of her way to help yeah. to get the barrier back up. Because, I don't know. Um, if, even if we could. But I don't think so everyone's that coming down that, that street that I can't see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would run over to that building, the one on the right side. I kind of hide behind the corner there, and I would hold action to shoot it when someone gets closer. Okay. Bitsy, it's now your turn. So we don't see anybody, like not even any non-magic users You do around. not. No people who are alive. Which three well, districts were attacked? The Aether had two barriers, two barrier breaks in it. And Absinthe and Kizzy, you do both feel a little bit odd walking in here. Isn't Kizzy divine? Yep. Hmm. Oh. Oh. It's not set for nature magic, because no one has nature magic. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Bitsy's going to conjure Flaming Sphere, like, next to the Hydra. And then she's going to Beast Shape and try to attack the Pyramid. Okay. Has no effect. Nothing at all? Nothing <laughs> at all. For it. It's not a hard thing to hit. You you hit it, your claws break off harmlessly. Alright, so what what's the Flaming Sphere going to do to it? Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a dexterity saving. Okay. Olek, your turn. Alright. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right here. Okay. Back's drawn. That's it. I'm just going to be... You could. Did you double move? No. You can if you want to. Nope. Nope. Okay. Bullet's gonna move there and hold. Goodbye, Olek. <clears throat> yeah, that would have been five heads at once. Yeah. <sighs> not raging yet or anything. It would have been Who bad. Who's to say it won't move? Damn, it's the Hydra's turn. The Hydra backs around the corner. And it's hiding. And it's hiding from the things it sees. Um, and it's time's turn. Oh, it is time. 
Did it seem like it noticed me? It didn't seem to have focused on you, just mostly on the group in general. But not. it didn't seem to, like, watch you as you ducked around the building. Okay. Like, it's probably not the best idea, but I'm going to cast Identify on the Pyramid. Doesn't do anything. Shoot. The spell is immediately drawn from you into the pyramid. Good to know. You get no information of any kind, you just lose a spell slot. Yeah. Alright. So there's your action. You got movement. And you guys have no idea that Bitsy and Ty were there. Yeah. Well, I mean, someone casted the sphere of... I guess that's true. You just see this big sphere of fire plop up, plop so, down the ground. At that, I'm going to be like, well, that's, that's a, a problem for another time. No, it's not. And I'll kind of go over here on the yeah. side of the wall. Another time. Doesn't yeah. know I'm here, so... Absinthe? Well, I could do it if it wasn't going to eat magic. You don't know that. You don't know anything about it. I don't that. even know that it's over there, probably. You, you can see there's a glowing thing in the center of the It's hardly the priority. How far are we away from that hydra? The hydra? About 100 feet. I would like to cast Mirror Image on myself. Awesome. Probably get behind this building. It is now Kizzy's turn. I'm going to cast Bless on all three of these people. They... Is I one of these people? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, Absinthe, Olic, and Thorn. And whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack or saving throw. It lasts up to a minute. And um, I moved, what, 10 feet? 15. I moved 15. I still can't see him. Nope. Okay, so it's now Thorin's turn. We can't see it from where I'm at right now. Yes. It has cover, though. Has half cover. So it gets a little bit of a boost to its AC. So yeah, you got this. There's this open street, this intersection where you guys are at, and the hydra is kind of backed around the corner, where, where most of you can't see it, except for Bitsy and Time, who are hiding in the gap in the wall. I'm going to... I had to drop past that trees, because... I think I'll move forward towards the corner of the building on the other side of the street, and hold action again to shoot it if something gets close to it. Oh, um, it is now Bitsy's turn, and then Olek. I'm going to move the sphere. Like, right in its business. Alright. Oh, we could push it out of the city. The Hydra or the Rock? No, 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 no the Hydra with the Spear. Basically shepherd, shepherd it out. Potentially. Potentially. We could try. Uh, we'll see what it does this next turn. If it backs up again, then we can, we can reach it. I just don't know if it's a good idea to reach it. Uh, I'm going to die. Everybody's going to die eventually. Okay. All right. I'm in hyena, but you know, I could take a couple heads. Right. You could attack either a head or a, bo- or a body. Okay, then I probably should just go to the body. That is... 21. That hits. I'm glad that hits. Carl, would you like to make your attack? Sorry. Yes, I would. You, you see a hyena that you recognize rush up. I will shoot the main body. Okay. I know that hyena. Um... So one of the heads does die. Just the strike hits it right where the the head connects to the body. Um, And it lets out a shriek of pain. And it is now Olek's turn. Okay. Uh, Olek's going to rage. Okay. He's also going to frenzy when he rages. Okay. Uh, And then I'm going to take double my move action to get very close to this tree. And I am going to try and fell this tree. You can't. I can't. If you act, you can't. You don't get... Oh. You, you use your action to double move. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting close to that tree. Okay. 
I am right up on that tree. I'm all up in that tree. Does 18 hit you? Oof. Does a 13 hit you? 12 hit you, Olek, right now. No, it does not. The natural 20 did hit you, though. Uh, yes, that will hit. I'll be fine. That's what Bitsy said, too. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm in high uniform. I got life, right? I'll be fine. I'm wearing just no armor. Uh, you take, on the critical hit, uh, 13 damage. Piercing, bludgeoning, slashing? Uh, piercing, yes. Okay. So it is halved. So halved. <laughs> Bitsy, you take... Man, that dies out really well. That's why I keep using it. That's why I keep using it. Uh, seven damage. I've gotten at least two natural 20s so far. I have yeah, indeed. Right. So, yeah, so you take, take seven damage. Hydra steps back away from the flaming sphere. But you guys are still within reach. But you can't hit it. Oh, me, hold on, let's check something here. These trees uproot what? and walk towards you. Oh, oh no. They've been working. Oh, no. And they are unable to be told from tree other natural trees when they aren't moving. Yeah, but there's not that many trees here. But there were other trees. It's standing on a tree. That's what I was like, does it have a hard time moving? Because it's standing on a tree? It only backed up 10 feet. Does a 15 hit you, Thorn? Um, let's see. So yeah, so Thorn, a, one of the trees that was standing at the corners of these buildings. I have an AC of 15. Okay, so... Defender go to the... Or- that means it, it met the DC for its attack, so it does hit. So that this tree uproots, walks toward you, and swings a big branch at you, and hits you for 13 bludgeoning damage. So it is now time's turn. You see two trees get up and start walking across the street. Does time even know what awakened trees do? I mean, did live in a forest. Yes, I can be a tree. Do I need to make a like intelligence check or something for that? Roll an Arcana check. Arcana. That is a 25. You know that there is a spell that can cause trees or beasts to be awoken and made more intelligent. Who would even do that? Why is the frickin' pyramid not affecting them? Okay, um... Maybe they're not in its range. Okay, so I'm just gonna be like, well, that's a problem, I'll deal with it. Oh, shoot. The head died. What's my range on burning hands? <laughs> it is 15 foot cone. You can do it. Yeah, I know. I have to get closer, though, and I do not have armor. You'd, you'd also hit that tree that it's standing on. Yeah, I would. Bursting it into flames. Those possibly. haven't moved. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. What's the reach on the Hydra? 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay, okay so yeah, I think... Oops, sorry. Other trees. Don't attack my awakened trees. Oh. <laughs> okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Shoot, I'm not in range. You're, you can you can hit with 15-foot cone. You can do that. Okay, I can still hit him and hit this tree? Yep. Because it ignites anything that's flammable. It is raining, too. It is raining. But... Shh, it might fire. be online, okay. or it might be a little flammable. So, then she I don't have to roll for that. It just it may, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Which I think it made. Yeah? 13? Ooh, maybe not. That yeah. is my DC. So he made the dexterity saving throw. So he takes half as much. Mm. Okay, it's still fire damage. Halved. Halved. That's seven, eight, so four damage. Four damage to the body, which rakes across it. You see it burn the stump where the head head fell off. Cauterize that so it's no longer an open wound. That head is dead. And the tree mm-hmm. under it? The tree under it does catch on fire. Yes. yes. 
Okay. Because it says anything flammable catches on fire. Okay. It's not very <laughs> flammable because it is in fact green wood. But it's but it is flammable. I was like, there's some sap on there, I'm sure. Yeah. So it, you set the tree on fire. I okay. Think. And I'm gonna action surge and just shoot it. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Oh, my yeah. gun oh, no. <laughs> Click. You got bad luck with guns today. Click. Yeah. Absinthe, your turn. I cry. You you definitely, well, actually, you barely know. You see, like, a shape moving across the street with where you're at. She's like, did a tree just move? And... Okay, yeah, I'm going to cast Shatter. Dexter, are you saving through a constitution saving throw? Constitution. Oh, this one that has. How 21. Good. So it's going to take half damage. It's still going to take damage. So it does six. Six? Okay. Alright, it is now Kizzy's turn, followed by Thorn. I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt on the Hydra, on its body. Okay. Thirteen, Thirteen? Yeah. Alright, Thorn, it's your turn, followed by Bitsy. Mm. You have a tree up on your business. Yeah, I'm not too enthused about the, uh, the whole prospect. But I take it it's in combat with me. It is in combat with you. It did hit you. I'm gonna disengage and move. Let me try to move the. Like, does that tree, that other tree that's there, not look like it's attacking anyone? The one by the Hydra? Yeah. Uh, It does not look like it's attacking anybody. Okay. I'm gonna kind of run towards that tree and then fire at the Hydra. Okay. So, can I get right behind Olek? Yeah. Sounds good. I'll fire at the Hydra who is engaged with someone, right? No one is within five feet. It can attack people at 10 feet, so it's not within 5 feet of anybody. Are any of the trees within 5 feet of anyone? Mm. One is within 5 feet of Kizzy. I will shoot that one. Do I get advantage on it? I swear I'm You do. I can sneak attack it then, right? Yes. Um, how about a 25 again? That hits. 22 damage. Okay. Doesn't seem like it does as much as you're expecting it to do. It is a magical bow, but... No, no. Yeah, it's the piercing damage part of it. So it is now... Bitsy's turn. Okay, so I'm. In... I don't know. Should I put it behind him, or like over yeah. here? Well, over to here. Drive it towards the opening. Drive it towards time. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, maybe I should make it further back. Well, it's gonna make it go f- forward. Forward, probably. It's gonna feel that on its side there. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, we'll try and see what happens. You want to, uh, maybe one square, square further back so it's on its, like, hind leg? <laughs> so you move the flame kind of across it to its back, back hind corner as you move forward to attack it. 19 does hit. 11. 11 damage. Olek, your turn. Alright. That tree didn't move, but I'm gonna come right up on that tree this time. I'm gonna swing away. Cut the tree down. Uh, yeah, that will be three attacks. Do I only get bless on my first one? Yeah, you get used once per round. Okay. Advantage. <laughs> Can I knock a tree prone? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and relentless attack. Um, thank goodness I rolled with advantage. Uh, that will be a 21 to hit. Yeah, just roll all your attacks and we'll do the damage okay. after. And then second one will be a... Are you rolling above, like, a ten? Yes. So that's going to be two hits. Okay. And that'll be three hits. Oh my god. It's uh, 31. 31? 31. Okay, you fell the tree. Woo! Did you knock it prone, too? The tree? No, I didn't. didn't Well, yes, you knocked the tree prone. It falls, it hits the hydra, or it would hit the hydra. The hydra actually manages to 
let it hit it and roll off, taking uh-huh. only half damage from the, the fall. Uh, which way does the tree roll? Back. Into the flaming sphere. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay. Let's see if it catches fire. Okay, the hydra takes a little bit of damage. It is now the hydra's turn. I rolled a natural 20. Okay. And a 22 not natural against you. I rolled a natural 20 against you. Jesus. Mr. This dice is I changed it to different dice. See? That shouldn't be allowed. I need to buy more dice. 24 damage on the crit. Good thing I'm And then 15 damage on the non-critical. Wait, so did I just get one crit or more? You got one crit. He got two hits. The other one just flat out missed you. And Bitsy, you take... Honestly, that's not 13 that bad. damage. That's not a crit? Oh. You're, oh, oh, right, you're right, crit. That was without the extra damage die. Oh, you're right. 20 damage. Ugh. My bad. You made a friend. It's a tree. Oh. <laughs> so the two trees, one moves towards time, and one moves towards Kizzy. Okay. Actually, I guess this one didn't really need to move towards Kizzy. It was already up in Kizzy's business. It got a 24 to hit. Time? Around Kizzy. Okay. Uh, that is. I didn't cast bless on you. Sixteen <laughs> bludgeoning damage to you. Yeah, they're nasty. This is Yeah, I'll cast my Set reaction. It on fire. What? I am really sorry. Critical hit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm not wearing my armor that negates that. <laughs> Super critical. So you take sixty-six damage. Six d six damage. Oh, six d six. I'm what? just like sixty-six. I was like, all of us were like, well, except for him. I would have been, like, real bad. I think Seven, that would have nine. just killed me. You take 31 damage. Bludgeoning damage time. Was mine 18 or 16? What did it roll? Oh, it rolled it was a natural 20. So, what yeah. was that? 31? 31. Yeah. Okay, so... That's more than the hydrate. I'm gonna basically turn in hellish rebuke it. <laughs> yep. Um, so fire! Well, neither of them made their deck saves against hellish rebuke. Kizzy and Time each like to roll 2d10 damage. That's eight damage. You feel like it does a little bit more than that. Yeah, it would. Well. Well, that was just one d10. Sorry. So thirteen. Yeah, you feel like it did more than that. You did twelve. No, you're any like both the hellish rebukes hit it, and you see it like lick up in the bark of the tree, and the the tree groans Wait, in pain. If only I only sacred flame wasn't Divine. radiant damage. I know, right? <laughs> All right, it is now time's turn, followed by absinthe. Oh, is the flaming sphere setting trees on fire? Yep, and the hydra did not move. So it takes damage. <gasps> its ass is on fire! Fire! Yeah, because it's at the end of its turn, it takes the damage. If it doesn't move. Yeah, because um, I can't really move forward. Unless you squish me. So it is going to actually move back, but it's still in the flaming sphere, and it's not out of melee with you, so you guys don't get a tax opportunity. So what does it take for the flaming sphere? It has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I don't know. Seven is not going to make no. that. It is time's turn. I guess since yeah. this isn't freaking melee range, I'm going to kind of get it. The tree is. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. I'm going to kind of five foot just back, and then I'm just going to bring hands it. Okay. So it needs to roll a dexterity saving throw. Thirteen. That is just it! Again, oh. it's everything! Oh. It's a very dexterous tree! What's so, up with that? It's, it's like 3d6. 
Uh, ooh, that's actually pretty good if it wasn't freaking, so that's 10, 15, so it takes 7 damage. Okay. But it does more because it's fire. Does it do more? Well, it, it does extra damage because it's fire. It does not do extra damage. Oh. No, no, it just does. Trees it does extra. It just has the extra. That's effect. what I'm doing. Oh, to the tree. To the oh, tree. No, to the hydra. Yeah, to oh. the tree. The, the hydra oh, is out of range. That's now. different then. How much did you do without that? Because it's at a minus two for its dex. Okay, so, so it, it failed. Yeah, that that's a fifteen. Also, it was like total. it's like twenty feet tall. Where's yeah. it gonna go? It is absence turn, followed by Kizzy. That didn't kill it. Nope. Dang it. It's like a tree. She cast dissonant whispers on the hydra. It has that's to make a wisdom. So you're going to have to climb over it, aren't I? Yikes. Does a two make it? I'm afraid not. Dang it. Okay. You mean it wasn't a nat 20? It takes six damage and must move as far as it can away from me. four or five nat 20s. It has to move away from me right now. Like, it has to use its reaction. And I would also like to cast Healing Word on Bullet. How long does that Whispers thing keep it doing that? Um, I think that's it's just, that's its reaction. Time. Okay, so it's just this turn then? Yes. Okay. It's freaking right next to me now. Sorry. That's okay. Okay. And then... You do see one of the head shrieks and drops from the damage. So you catch it on fire. I took fire damage this round. So the head is dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna... So that's two heads down. Olek and Bitsy get attacks of opportunity. <laughs> well, Bitsy does. Olek, you do not actually... Because it was not in melee. You were not melee with it. You attacked the yeah, tree. Yeah, I attacked the tree. I heal Olek for seven. Yay. You're back up to 52. No. 20. Yeah, 20 to hit. She can actually yep. set hits. Oh, now it's going to eat time. Yeah, Six. time's kind of... It's okay. It's only got three heads now. Only. You just have to dodge three. 13. Yeah. My AC is 12. 13 damage? Yep. I've Kizzy, it is your turn. <laughs> you are in combat yeah. with a tree. See all those failed perception rolls. She's still so She's over there dumb. just like, this is stupid. This is a really awesome tree. It's basically it's like, an ant. It can talk. Yeah, yeah well, it's it on knows, fire now. It knows that it's caster's language. Oh yeah, it is on fire. Yeah. I think I'll cast Sacred Flame on it. On which? The tree right okay. in front of me. It's going to make a dex save. I'm going to say a 7 part doesn't make it. Wow. No. So I do 16 damage to it. The tree is still standing. I'm not surprised. Since I'm... Its reach is 10 feet. Mm-hmm. So if I try to back away, I'd be trying to disengage or taking an attack of opportunity. Yes. I'm good. Okay. Thorin, it is your turn, followed by Bitsy. The Hydra so, has run away from you guys. It is next to time, and Bitsy's behind it. There's some burning trees in the street. I think um, I'll take the Hydra. Awesome. Time is within five feet of it. And Bitsy is as well. So I get double advantage, I get to roll three dice? No, not quite how that works. I rolled a 20 total. That hits. Can't see time. Uh, and I deal 15 damage. I'm like in the tree. It, the tree's on fire. All right. All right, that hits it. It lets out a shriek, but it is still up. Choose your short sword. Bitsy, your turn, followed by Olek. My long sword. Your long sword. Move that flame and speak. Yeah, I'll just move it here. I can't quite make it to the tree. Okay, then I'm going to move and attack it from behind. 16. That hits. Eleven. Eleven damage. Another head dies. Another head bites does. Alright, it is now Olek's turn. Okay. Three or two heads are left right now. 
What would I have to do to get on its back? Climb up a tree and jump on it? You have to make an athletics or acrobatics check. Down. I will make an acrobat or an athletics check to it's get to be your on action, its back. Though. Alternatively, could he do his like what what's your leap, your lion's leap onto the back of it? Mmm, that's a good cleave into that body. You could, I would make you make a check to stay on top of it. Okay. Okay. I'm down with that. I will use my lion's leap that or yeah. Lion's pounce. And I'm still going to be re- recklessly attacking. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's not good. <laughs> 17? To hit? To hit. Yes. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Can I see it? Um. So here's what happens. You leap through the air, the axe activates, but within five feet of the hydra, the power drops out of the axe. You're no longer in a controlled leap. You're just flying through the air. So the dex save is to land on the hydra. 17. You're fine. You Plus can one, you can 18. you can strike it with your axe, but you have to do axe minus magical damage. Then you're freaking anti-magic fields. It's not even anti-magic. Just magic it. drinking. Yeah. Don't they just make it more interesting? Could could we just potentially give it so much magic it explodes? It is eating a shield that is probably supremely magical. That's true. Would you really want to give it enough magic that it exploded? Uh, it, you can do that. I'm going to be far away as well. Alright, it is now the Hydra's turn. It's going to turn, get itself out of the the sphere. Am I, am I still on it at that point? You are still on it. Okay, I just... Eh. It, if I recall, has not taken fire damage this turn. So it only has two heads right now. Yeah. It gets advantage against you. 16 and 14. They both hit. Okay. I'm going to Wait, do nope, I'm out of spell slots. I'm... Gonna do something. Okay. Give me a second. <laughs> Absolutely. Those two hit. I, there's almost nothing you can do to stop that. Um, okay. I would like two cutting words. Okay. You roll a one d six. It's a d. Is it? Oh, it's a d eight now. You're right. Oh, that that could save. Well, a d six could save me if you're all. And I'm over here being a badass, I'm fighting a fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. If it comes down to it, we'll go oh. over there and chop down that tree I too. I was gonna move this spear to the tree, but. The timeless power. How are you still doing all of your damage from right back? So, so what is it then? It's down to 12 now? 12 is my AC. Damn it. I'm sorry, I failed. Which means they both hit you. Yeah. 15 for the first hit. And 6. Yeah, and 6 for the second. 6 damage for the second hit. 21 damage total. I'm at 6 health. At the end of the Hydra's turn, two more heads sprout out. Cannot attack with them right now, but it's now the tree's turn. Yeah, I'm dead. They're unconscious. Oh, almost definitely. Yeah, because they're... It's a 19 and a 21. Yeah, no, that hits. For the advantage, not two attacks. Yeah. Alright, so... 11... I'm 15. unconscious. Okay, you're unconscious. You see time drop unconscious. It is now... Apps, uh, time, make a death saving throw. Why? It's time's turn. Oh. Failure. Alright, so you're at one failed death saving throw. Absinthe, it is your turn. I'm the worst bard. You're not the worst bard. I, I'm really good at concerts. It's not your fault that everything's rolling with advantage against him. Yeah, it is. She put the thing, so I'm flanking. Well, I guess. <laughs> and I also it is hurt it enough fault. to knock off a head, but not fire damage. It's okay. Oleg's gonna get three attacks on it this turn. That's true. Oleg will get three attacks on it. And this two heads turn. will die. 
You guys have done a lot of damage to it. It is not just... looking great. Yes. Yeah. Hey, does that tree take damage for being on fire? Yeah. It takes two fire damage. Uh, excuse me, three fire damage. Can I cast suggestion on the tree? There is a chance that it speaks mm. your language. What? Mm. Does it have to speak your language? What is it? What does suggestion say? Suggest a course of activity limited to one sentence or two. Magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand. Okay. okay. You would have to understand you. So, yeah. You have no. You could try it, but you have no indication of what language it would understand. I speak, speak Treant. Too bad you don't speak Juridic. Too bad I didn't cast some sort of language spell. Is that what language it speaks? Juridic? Oh, that's that would suck. Why is that? You could try because it limits it down Druid. to one person. Person. <laughs> that and because the bitsy. only other person that I know of in the entire history that has the possibility of speaking Juridic would be the king. I do dissonant whispers. On the tree? On the tree. Okay. What? You mean like wisdom saving throw? I figured yeah. tree. <laughs> 15? Uh, that meets. So it does not oh. run away. Um, Damn, yeah. these trees are smart. It rolled a 15. Like, that was its roll. It takes half as much. Okay. And so it like, I really hope that the druidic is not the language the trees I really, really hope not. You're gonna have to yell at it. So it takes seven. Seven? Okay. No matter how um, hard I try, I cannot get to you. Uh, that's fine. Do you have a bonus action on you? If I heal time, isn't he just gonna get hit? Yes, but I I he, don't have any. <laughs> he loses his, he he loses any death saving throws that he has. So because literally, if they hit me while I'm down, I'll take two death saving throws and die. Okay, because well, I've already failed once. I'll yeah. do some healing words on that guy. Hey, it's okay. I've been fine. Let time go. Hey, I'm conscious. All right, so you see, time come to consciousness in a lot of pain in a pool I've got of blood. Five health. But I'm proud. They get advantage on hitting me. I am out of freaking. Well, they get advantage on you anyway. Is it my turn? No, it's, no, it's Kizzy's turn. Yeah, it passed my turn because I was. Yep, you failed your death saving throw. I'm gonna disengage with the tree. Oh, you're gonna use your whole turn to do. It. Okay. I can't move. You can. Yeah, it's your yeah, action. You yeah, you use your action. You can then disengage. move your thirty feet without. Yeah, so I'm gonna do. So it swings at you and you just bash away with, the tree, with your shield, like that's. Deflect. It is now Thorn's turn, followed by Bitsy. How's you the tree looking? Both trees are not looking particularly great. Um, yes. Neither tree is within five feet of an ally that is that is engaged with it. You are not providing any kind of threat to that tree. The Hydra, however, does have allies. Something providing threat to it. Okay. Yeah, Olek is riding it. Attack the a Hydra. Uh, a twenty-five damage. Absolutely. Deal seventeen damage. All right. It's Betsy's turn then. Oh, let's want to move Thorn. Mm, I think it's four turns. Actually. Can okay. you move my spear like under his belly or like like yeah. roasting him? Yep. And I was about to be like, "Ha ha! Your spear fades from existence." And I was like, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> I bet you those three speak druidic. Would my spells even be working? Your spells were all done out here. Okay, it's where it originates, not. Yes. And my axe's magic. I am doing. I am doing reduced so. damage on things that are that close to it, but they are since they originated can out I, from it, they just fade can on their way in. Me to the hydra too. I'm not sure how what's going on with the. There we go. Built so, 
It's just rubble right there. Uh, I was like, that tree walked in there. I'm sure you can get in there too. <laughs> tree walked in. That'd be pretty terrifying to just watch a tree uproot and then start walking. <laughs> you got to see it right in front of you and attack you. Imagine those tentacly ass roots. Yeah, that'd be Does awful. Does 15 hit? 15 just hits it. <laughs> Plants have been attacking Bitsy in our vision. Plants are attacking the city. Or at least us. Shut right. up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up too. <laughs> so help me. A head, you, you manage to like get in right underneath the throats of one of the heads and you tear that throat out and the head drops off dead. So it's now down to three heads. What? When they drop, do they wriggle about? A little bit. What element is bird dust? Not fire or wind, so you've assumed earth. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. <laughs> like, if he's the one behind attacking me, oh man. Oh, she's not gonna have him. You'd think he'd try to recruit me, you asshole. But and he might not know you exist yet. Oh, I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> it is now oh. Oleg's turn. No! <laughs> Who's being attacked? Okay, do I need to roll to stay on the Hydra at all, or am I firmly planted at the moment? No, at the moment. Okay. okay. Well, I will make my first attack. I will attack recklessly to give myself advantage. Uh... Uh, an 18 to hit. Yep. A 26 to hit. Yep. And an 18 to hit. Uh, 13. 7. And... Wailing on the back of it. How do you want to kill the Hydra? Oleg <laughs> <laughs> uh, will will have like feet planted on either side of, of its. I'm gonna assume there's like a central ridge because it's a Pretty Hydra. Much, yeah. uh, so it'll be one strike to to the back from from the right, one swinging from the left, and then just cleaving into the spinal column. In cleaving the spinal column, you cleave off the remaining heads, which go writhing away and die as the body just drops and, you know, starts burning with this flaming <laughs> sphere underneath it, sizzling. Mm, it smells I good, did. but also not. Tree's turn. What, the hydra wasn't controlling the trees? Wait, am I before the trees? You're right after the trees, which means they get a chance to attack you right now. Yeah, it doesn't have advantage. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does oh, shit, prone. you're prone. Does a 12 hit you? Fucking yes! Just <laughs> fucking barely! That tree hits oh, every time. Yeah, you're unconscious. Yeah. Death saving throw, please. I mean, how much damage? Oh, uh, 15. Yeah, I'm unconscious. Death saving throw. Success. Hey! It like, takes oh, damage at the end of its turn from being on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it better die! Um... Roll to do six, which is nine, which is not enough to kill it. God damn! Hold on. No, not quite. <laughs> it's, it's not looking good. And I'm going to say after eh, after this round, the flames are dying down quite a bit. It'll have one more round of damage. The fire will do. But it is now this tree's turn. That's a fast it's tree. It has 30 foot movement speed. Does a, an 18 hit you? I'm sure it does. Oh, yes. 
21 damage. Dang. Yeah, these trees don't fuck around. Time's gonna burn down every tree in the city. <laughs> you know? But, it's probably safe at this point. But, but trees. Well, we got those ones. They're taken care of. Trees started moving. Oh, look, are you, are messing are around. You okay? Drop the tree. Kizzy, are you still up? Yeah. It is now... An extra hit Absence we child. got earlier mm. today. It's pretty good. Shatter it. I want that tree to fucking explode. I think I'm fine. You're gonna shatter a tree. It's gotta I make a constitution saving throw. 16? Damn it. Mm. Yes. Mm. Attack no. and saving throw. It's seven, but half. I'm gonna round up for it. It's still standing. The tree? <laughs> Kizzy, it's your turn. Don't worry, I go before the tree and time. Why do I keep counting that I... You, you've got a tree that's messing with you. I could make it to time if I go... No, I can't. I cannot make it to him. And it's touch. I need to touch him. Touch that tree. Kill it. Kill the tree. I can't kill the tree. It's not looking good. You deal with the one that's next to you. I can heal Thorn, Bitsy, and Time, and myself with Mass Healing Word, which I will cast. Unfortunately, it's only 1d4 plus my spell casting ability modifier. That's better it's than not nothing. A the highest I can heal every room for is 7. And nearly a 5. Time's back up. Thorn, it's your turn. There is a tree that is engaged with somebody. Oh, hold on. Alright, attack it. Huzzah! Oh, are you gonna move or something? I was gonna drop bless and then cast um, as a bonus. I'm gonna do that and I'm going to get this guy up and then I'm gonna put it over here and I'm going to attack. I would assume that a 23 hits. Yes. I deal 22 damage. It is not looking good at all. The tree? Its limbs are all drooping, either of the trees. Both of them look like their limbs are all about to fall Which off. Which one did he shoot? This one. I attack it for an unnatural 20. Okay, your... What, what, what weapon did that you summon? That was to hit mace. Okay, so your mace cleaves through it. It is flickering. I don't like it. Is the tree still standing? It breaks the tree. Bitsy, it is your turn. Uh, I can make it. I'm going to <laughs> drop my hyena form. I am going to tell the tree to move like that way, to go left a ways in Druidic. And I just want to see what happens. You'd have to wait until it's true. And you, Olik is going to go before it does. So you want to tell Olik not to attack and see what happens? You can hold actions. Yeah, I can hold action, and if it doesn't move away, of course... I don't know to expect that, unless she yells at it, then she yells at me. Kizzy, does a 16 hit you? No! No, it doesn't! No! No. I have a 17! Fucking finally. Do I see it? Like, did (laughs) it react to all The tree did not react to you at all, and it just continued to swing down at Kizzy with all that it had. So with that, can I make my attack against it? You're going to kill it. There's no way that you're not going to kill this tree this turn. If you hit it, you kill it. And 19 yep. hits. So you chop tree the tree drops. down, it it goes down. Put the hydra back upside down so we know that we killed it. <laughs> so up. everything goes relatively quiet as the last tree hits the ground. Other than the sound of the thunder and the rain and the wind. So, oh, it came back to life! Sure. <laughs> Are you going to tell us about it's the time. pyramid thing? Like, would you guys say something about it? Did it serve magic? I guess. Right, I repair my god. Okay. I'm gonna heal everybody up. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, who needs healing? I know time does. You. 
They really just live. Okay. Uh, and you could probably use a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think about me very often. So, you guys would have seen this glowing thing over here. It's not like it's super secretive. Don't touch it. But I want to. Not get, get away before it. healing. I wanted... It eats magic. Well, yeah, I'll heal you guys first. And then... I don't know if you should touch it. Just toss it out of the way. I want to cast Shatter on it. Your magic. Okay. You cast it. It absorbs the spell. I'm not the only, you like, feel the spell dragged out of you as you cast it. Special. No, no effect. Even if I cast it outside of the range. Even if you cast outside the range. Can you go pick it up, Olek? Like, the, the magic touches it, and it's like, ooh, magic! I'm going to try this blood magic. Does not work. Well, I was like, well, you know, it's magical, obviously, because it eats magic, it so I was like, maybe if I dispel it. Can I mock it viciously? You absolutely can mock it viciously. Because <laughs> I think as soon as it eats my spell, I would start cursing at it. It needs to make I could slam a bean next to it. <laughs> It would probably just absorb the magic of the bean. It doesn't have to understand. <laughs> oh, you're right. You probably would. It I would just, just I would just have bean. a pouch of beans. Guess I could try. Uh, what's I need gunpowder. I need a barrel of gunpowder. I can just try and kick it. I'm not magic. Is it, so is it trying to move forward? At I all think you're engaging. It, it is not moving. Oh. It is absolutely stationary. I want to hear what the ceiling is first. Ah, uh, thirteen. Oh, I gotta I'm heal me too. To full. Okay, I'm going to expend 1d8 on a short rest. I'll do the same and do a d10. I can do... I I rolled a 3. Actually, I will do another d10. I will not use that because I'm actually full. Another 1. A 2. A 1. I think it gives you an extra 1d6 to everybody. We're in a short rest. Does this count as a short rest? You you guys can be taking a short rest whoever wants to, and then whoever wants to be examining this can examine it. Okay, um, regain an extra... Six. Two. While everybody's resting, since Kizzy's heal spell brought me up to full, I want to walk over to this tree, sink my axe into it, and then go check out that thing. Because my axe is magic. What do you want to do with it? I'm going to put on my armor. I want to kick it. You kick it. Kind of hurts your foot. Ow. So it's heavy. So it's a stone. Well, does it move at all? Not at all. How big is it? Three foot by th- or three foot base, five foot tall. Basically, oh, like a D eight. Does it look like any particular race may have had a hand in making it? Not that you recognize, no. If only we had a dwarf. Maybe we should contact the city guard. I can read other languages. Can I go and see if I can recognize it? It doesn't have language on it. It has, like, the the runes are magical in nature. Do they look familiar to the runes that we saw in the temples? No. No. These are some special, crazy magic runes. I bet you this is not the only... I would go and try and find the nearest guard person to inform them. And, and while checking on guardsmen, weren't there some guardsmen? There, there were like there were around? there were four dead guardsmen and a whole bunch of dead warforge. Uh, this disabled warforge. I would take the identification of the, the, the guards, or at least take down who they are. You head back kind of towards the palace, and about halfway back to the palace, you run into guards heading your way to, to assist, and you're able to give them those identifications. So what, mm-hmm. what were the other areas that were... There were two more in the Aether District. I think we should probably go to the Aether District. Be- before we leave, can I make a survival roll? Sure. I would like to skin the Hydra. Okay. Oh, harvest. harvest. Yeah, harvest. Take whatever whatever I can get out of it. Uh, 17. You're able to get a fair amount of Hydra hide. Hydra. Yay, Hydra. 
Because um, he might send Terrastor. Can I get the teeth, I guess? Yeah, you're able to get some Hydra teeth and well, some Hydra Or blood. Unless you guys have other, other things. I mean, you know. Like, I'm just, I guess I think, I mean, they could be behind it, but if they're not, then they probably had monsters going in their sides, too. It would probably be worth it to head. And or yes. trees that are alive. Yeah, there could be living shrubbery. Just wreaking havoc. So did we have, we had a short rest, though? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I've got my stuff back. Well, I don't have my spells back. I know, I'm just like, I'm almost out. Me too. I can do some cantrips for you. Yeah, that's bad. I have, like, one cure. I can curse at them profusely. So you guys, once you're done resting, going to leave here? Thornway joins you, a bunch of city guards get here to start clean up and investigating what's going on. Do you guys need anything else with the uh, pyramid? I need a barrel of gunpowder. Or multiple barrels. It's like there's nothing we can do. Okay. We've tried, uh, I've tried everything I can think of. No magic near that. Don't touch no, it. Understood. So you guys make your way to the Aether District. Once you're back under the barrier, the rain slackens the wind. Where there is barrier again, mm-hmm. it, it eases up. You arrive at the first breach in the Aether District. This breach is out. As opposed to in. Okay. Oh, it burst out. Um, does it just the one? The, for you haven't. This is the this is the one you've gotten to. There's a hole. There's a bunch of disabled warforged. There is a pyramid in the center of it. Do I? Uh, so I got like an eighteen plus whatever to know, like to notice if there's any like tracks. What kind of tracks that are going out? In the Aether District. Yeah. A bunch like, of tracks going out. People what feet? are they? People, people feet? feet. Okay. Hmm. Is it like a huge amount of feet? A large traffic? number of feet. Okay. Where are like they going? people out of the, really out of the city. city. I wonder who wants an army. <sighs> yeah, I we should go check the other one too. Who likes to make trees awaken? There are guards here as well investigating. <laughs> Again, no magic near that. Understood. And then you you can kind of tell like yeah we we understand. Um, tell the other guards to save what those skulls. That thing sucks. Area? Magic. Uh, the last one, there is another dead hydra. No trees at this one. This one is burst in. There's a bunch. There's the guards here fought it and killed it. The ones that Captain Raina sent here. Let me check every tree in this freaking city. There is potentially more, another hydra out on the loops. This one is one broken in, hydra. though. Yeah, the other one is broken out. Well, it just means it's outside of the city. It's could is still the be city known for having hydra just waiting outside of it? Nope. <laughs> It was an escape. I didn't see it any other way. So, are all of the royal family present? Because you're right now. No, like, if we were to go back to the kingdom castle. If they even let us back in the castle. There's a storm. There's a storm Um, in the bay. Is there any correlation in the places that these things are located at? Like, was it a straight line or a triangle? They're they're just along the outer wall. Um, that's all, all the places are just breaches along the outer wall. Okay. Um, but that's, that's the only... They've got stuff under control. I'm kind of curious to see who's left in the castle. Alright. Yeah, we might want to go back to the castle palace. When you arrive at the palace, things are in a certain amount of disarray. Guards are on extremely high alert. They initially stop you. And there, there's no like politeness in their voices or their faces. It's reciprocated. Eventually, they send a guard in, and you're allowed back in. You're led into the throne room, not the, not the grand ball, 
there are probably a hundred guards in here around the royal family. As in, mm-hmm. it's right. you don't feel like it's aimed at you. Okay, I was like, it's more probably just just in case a hydra breaks in or anything else for that matter. Captain Reyna is there. She has her sword out, and there is blood on the sword. Did you also fight a hydra? No, there was an attempt on the king's life. I'm oh, glad you were here no. then. <laughs> oh, please don't tell me it was her. Yeah, where's the body? If you ask, Raina will lead you back into the ballroom. Obviously, all the guests are gone. There's more guards in here as well. They're just more perimeter-keeping guards. Is the whole royal family there? The whole royal family is there. The entire family. The entire royal family. Amaya's fine. Amaya's fine. Our only real concern, where is Amaya? Amaya's fine. She looks very grim. Her father looks angry. Her mother looks scared. Her sister is also rather shaken, and her brother is just not really sure what to do. There is just a figure in dark clothes. He is dead. There's actually a number of figures. Those look like cultists? They don't look like cultists. There's nothing about them that you recognize. However, on the front of what they're wearing, there is a symbol. It's a circle with eight diamond shapes going from the center to the edge. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our game tonight, and you have a minute or two, it would be great if you could rate and review us over on iTunes or Podbean. And if you're feeling particularly adventurous, subscribe so you can catch us next time. For announcements, contact information, or just some general information on the campaign, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.